year. The end. The end. Mm. The end of the year. The end of the journey. Finally. Finally. It's been a long November. If you look at my <laughs> floors, I'd call it vinyl <laughs> This is the only vinyl that Adam cares about. Exactly. The stuff that I put my dirty foot on. Yeah. <laughs> like the gift that I got you for your birthday last year. It's mm. there. It's still under my, my pillow. I sleep on it every night. Eventually, and I'm gonna. I'm. I'm. I decided this year. I'm gonna start reading that Chris Cornell book that you got me. Oh, thank you. It's right there in the drawer. Okay, next to the folder. The oh, folder has made a return. The, the end I of the year folder. I feel like the folder will come into play during the next three weeks, Adam. What What is this folder you keep talking about? The folder of albums. The, oh. The one-term president Donald J. Trump memorial, incredibly huge binder of fraudulent and rigged COVID-inspired albums of the post-apocalyptic wasteland of the American landscape. 2020 to 2029. Apparently, I don't know, some people don't believe that a decade ends at the 29, but That's we, true. we don't talk about that. We're not That's here. That's so weird. Yeah, because there was no year zero. Okay, fine. That, that decade's nine years then. <laughs> Jesus was born on year zero. He, he was saw born, that and they were like, start the calendar. That movie with Jack Black and Michael Sarah, year right. zero. They, they, he was born, and they were like, oh, dude, wait Boom. a week. Reset the calendar, because <laughs> this kid seems important. But wait a week. Like, <laughs> you got to wait that week first. Week. And then we reset the calendars, yeah, and yeah. then 2021 happens, and the greatest musical lists of all time were created mm, in the, the year only musical year end list that you the listener will ever need welcome everybody we mm. are here episode mm. one of three this is the last three episodes of the year the only episodes in december like we say the only episodes you're gonna need for the end of the year folks this is our comprehensive top 20 list today we're gonna be counting down our top 20 to 11, interspliced with some skinny awards that <laughs> I've been working very hard on all week. Hard on, <laughs> and then we're also gonna be talking about some of the, the, the some of the lists that you, the listeners, have been sending us, and we got quite a few oh, actually. We got like two very detailed ones from uh, two of our listeners, and then we got uh, some more. Uh, countdowns from a couple one from a listener that we we, we don't know yet so you and know. then all of a sudden tom morello releases an album and all of our lists are fucked well <laughs> do we want to delay this any further <laughs> i can't delay it anymore <laughs> i just like i know that my list like obviously i'll probably make tom morello's album that dropped out of nowhere with manchester orchestra feature mm -hmm. on it like this is probably going to be an honorable mention i can already say that correct and i'm in the i'm I'm listening to the band Lucero still, and I realized this week, like, ah, oh, fuck, they released an album this year, too, <laughs> but I'm not there yet. It's their 11th <laughs> album, and I'm only up to album eight right now. Nice. <laughs> so well, I'll just Adam, go, I'll say right now that band's been pretty good. Oh, Honorable yeah. mention, most likely for their 2021 album. I'm just assuming yeah. it's going to stay good. From here on out, from December <laughs> to whenever we do our first track by track in 2022, you're an honorable mention. Right. Get out of here. <laughs> I mean, until we do the, the decade in review in 2029, oh, and I'll be shit. like, remember when I mentioned Lucero back in 2021? That that album was my number 32. And I'll be like, <laughs> Adam, you know that ever since the accident, a quarter of my brain doesn't oh, work anymore. Man, did you get a traumatic brain injury in this decade? I'm counting on it. Whew, man. <laughs> I'm like hoping to like make my life improved, and you're hoping to make your life disproved disproved less, yeah, you can't you can't disprove it buddy less improved <laughs> yes 
over that's the next that's the fucking dream adam that's the Man. fucking dream okay that's what i'd like to be doing in 2029 dreaming for longer periods of time mm. you know when you fall asleep at like 10 o'clock at night and you're like maybe i'll wake up at five in the morning like i always do but sometimes there's certain dictators of your life mm-hmm. that tell you like hello it's three o'clock in the morning don't you want to be up and then you yell quietly at mm-hmm. that person and to yourself inside and, th- and, and giving yourself ulcers right and th- throw a temper tantrum in their bedroom with their adorable little heart blanket that you find yourself just like jumping up and down like a mad person because they won't go back to sleep but so you're throwing their little heart blanket at at the floor <laughs> not at them take that blanket i don't believe in child abuse but the blanket <laughs> served an invaluable purpose by not putting my child back to sleep. But anyway, this is not here nor there. This is just the sadness that is me mm-hmm. in the year 2021. And there's going to be tears because oh. I keep on, I, I want to like be manly and be like, I can make it through an entire list without crying. And then you re-listen to your top 10 albums and you're like, <laughs> man, Poppy was a very good EP. I just wanted to eat her so bad this oh. year. It's been a really, really difficult year. Oh, oh wait, sorry. Fluxing her. That's what I wanted to do. Yeah, that's the <laughs> proper term. <laughs> I wanted to listen to her flux. <laughs> Adam, I'm very, I'm very Sorry. excited, as I always am with our uh, year-end episodes. These are always my favorite ones to record. Yes. And uh, we got a lot to get through this week. Not only are we talking about our list, we're also going to be talking in between. Just We're just going to throw a random awards at random al- seemingly random albums. But we're also going to be intersplicing our lists for the next three episodes with some of the lists that our listeners have sent us now please do stilt stiltly yeah we, we have a the we people want to know we have what a does listener he think? who is a friend of a friend and uh you know so we, he sent his he sent us his, his countdown as well so we'll be reading off that uh you know we'll, we'll talk about that uh and mike came up with 10 albums mike came up with these awards Yes. Like, and then showed up at my house this morning. It was like, Adam, so I got, you I got awards. awards ready? I, I didn't know that I was supposed to be giving awards this year, but <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but uh, anyway, uh, so for the honorable mentions episode, which is what we're going to be doing today, uh, it's going to be, we're going to be, we are going to be counting in our top 20 to 11. We also have some listeners who sent their top 20 to 11, uh, but uh there are a lot of crossover with some of the albums that we will talk about on other lists. Spoiler alert. But uh, for the albums that neither of us listen to, let's go ahead and count it down. Uh, with listener Daniel, who's always been a, um, a big supporter of our show, good friend Daniel, of ours. Daniel. Uh, number 16, honorable mention, a band called Caskets with their album Lost Souls. Uh, stop me if you want me to read off a little bit of this or if anything interesting because there's, there's a whole dissertation. I know he, he, he wrote a paragraph at least for these, but I, I'm not familiar with caskets. Yeah. But Number 14, Galleons with their self-titled mm. album. Highlighted track here is called Young Bloods. Uh, one of the biggest surprises mm. of the year for me, this album slowly grew on me throughout the year with its catchy courses, witty lyricisms, and intricate musicianships. I think I've heard of... Uh, uh, galleons uh, back in the day and as far as like the honorable mentions we'll be mentioning a bunch of these albums later in this or maybe future oh, episodes okay. so we'll be talking about that uh when the time is right also a uh, new friend to the show this year thomas also sent us his list let me get to that in just a I little bit i call him bit. t-bone and i call him former fan of carlos correa 
former maybe, fan. Maybe the fandom is going to is going to be what do you call it? Merged with me now through oh. him, if we're lucky. Yeah. That would through be tweeting. Through tweeting. Yeah. Through rumors. Through millionaires not getting along with each other. <laughs> For who knows how long? Those are always the dramas <sighs> I get excited about. Man. You know, millionaires fighting with other millionaires. For Thomas's top twenty albums, the albums uh, we are not familiar with, but are, that have made his list, uh, he calls this the top twenty-one other albums I enjoyed, which <laughs> I like. Uh, so he counts. He's, he's counted down from like ten to one. So well, I'll just count it out that way. But it's technically twenty to eleven. Uh, number ten, Wolf Alice with their album Blue Weekend. Mm. Now. This is what he has to say about this. An interesting blend of ethereal dream pop and indie rock. This lead singer is a Marilyn Manson accuser, which was unfortunate to learn as I as I enjoyed this excellent album. He was he accused Marilyn Manson? No, she, well, she, uh, she... Yeah, she she's one of the many people who accused Marilyn Manson okay. of various sex crimes. I mean, you year. can still enjoy that music. You shouldn't be enjoying Marilyn Manson's music. In no, that no, case, that's right? the point. She, okay. He said that he said it was an unfortunate thing to learn as he was enjoying um, this ex- exciting album. Yes. Okay. Number eighteen, Star Set with Horizons. I am a sucker for space rock, and Star Set is one of those bands space that I rock. enjoyed more than others. This may be their best record, but it is weighted down by its length, seventy minutes. Space rock. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I don't know what space is that like David Bowie shit. I mean, I've heard the Space EP by Devil Wears Prada. That's all I can think of with Space That's Rock. That's probably what Space Rock is. And, and probably... <laughs> and David Bowie. David Bowie was the best, best metal man racing in the sky. <laughs> I, I mean, that's probably what this band is all about. Yeah, it's, it's a blend of David Bowie meets like Devil, Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> Star man. <laughs> nom, nom, nom. <laughs> Number 17, Flight Club Under the Sun Drowns. This record is a pop punk mixed with some easy core and is easily the smallest band on this list. Ooh. There aren't a ton of standout tracks, but this record is solid all the way through. Flight now, Club. Number 14, Kenny Hoopla, which always sounds like some like trailer trash, like, dude. Yes, but he's... He was featured on something else that I listened to this year that I oh, really yeah. enjoyed. I think it was the Nothing Nowhere track that he was on. Oh, that's right. And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, that was a really good song. Kenny Hoopla and Travis Barker with Survivor's Guilt, the mixtape, mm. backslash, backslash, mixtape. Nice. <laughs> this record uh, only gets a knockdown because it's so short. Uh, this is just straight pop punk bangers all the way through and is easily the best project uh, Travis Barker was involved in in 20. 20- 21 he was well, involved in so much according to uh my random awards list mm. well i beg to differ thomas <laughs> i beg to differ i can't, uh, I, can't I can't even keep track of travis barker projects for the year um so i'm, I'm sure he's right or you're right <laughs> one of you is right by the end of this episode we'll find out who's really or right. am i right is the real question i think you're right i think you got something up your sleeve adam i think you i think you do have a travis, travis barker award for best travis barker feature travis are you in there travis Please, please remove yourself from a Kardashian and get out of my sleeve. <laughs> it's really hard for any of us to remove ourselves from Kardashians, to be honest. Uh, number 13, Biffy Clyro, mm. The Myth of Happily Ever After. Another solid release from a band with a discography, but full. That's full of solid releases. I, mm. I always piss off my brother by saying that these guys are more in, are, are a more interesting version of the Foo Fighters. Who actually did release an album this year, right? We don't need to talk about that um, yet. No. <laughs> Number uh, number eleven, Youth Fountain with Keepsakes and Reminders, just barely missing the top ten for Thomas here. Depressing pop punk, ooh, that's my favorite. Mm. At its finest, my only nitpick here is that the album is slightly too 
long. His favorite track here is Dark Gray. So Did they uh, have a track called Mark Hoppus's Cancer? Cease this, Adam. Cease this. <laughs> I mean, that's depressing pop punk right there. I mean, that just uh, you're not lying. Summarizes it all. You're not lying. So there we go. Uh, so those are a bunch of albums uh, for at least the honorable mentions that uh, uh, we have not listened to, but some of our listeners did. Uh, so how do we want to start this off, Adam? We got a lot to get through. Do, do you we have just, anything? Any any new business to get out of the way before we get just started? That the Tom Morello, Lucero. Um, the loved ones, you guys, I mean, those of you who enjoy Brian Fallon, um, you should probably listen to the loved ones. They Mm -hmm. only got two albums. It's a grand total of like an hour and six minutes between those two albums. Give it, give give it a spin. My friends, the second album is like incredible. The first album is pretty darn good. Mm. So give that, and it's like, oh, six and oh, eight were the two albums. And then Dave house did like four solo albums after that. Mm -hmm. You should probably listen to those other three. Yeah, we've only listened to the one. <laughs> I know. He released one in 2019 that neither of us knew about. But anyway, that's my new business. That Manchester Orchestra song is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Just the song? I mean, you, you spoke pretty highly about the album. Yeah, there's some pretty good tracks on there. Nice. So I, I recommend... After like three listens, right? Two. 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 Cool. So I had to like 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 listen to it and be like, I got to judge this for... The recording tomorrow yeah um, unfortunately the end of the year isn't over uh i mean i just started listening to the dan campbell static album, dress static dress with their prologue ep the nine tracks 15 minutes long four real songs, four real Am songs. I, should i be listening to this because i'm two listens in and i'm like what are you guys so hyped about i mean but it sounds maybe... like capsize don't you like capsize who's capsize they don't exist anymore what cancel Why? culture why is capsize that's the real question nobody nobody Why stops was to ask. capsize accused of terrible terrible things <laughs> because they're a promising band sweaters but anyway. sweaters something about sweaters i don't oh, know God, and apparently an amity affliction ep is coming out on december 14th ep uh, ep oh somewhere beyond the blue it's a three song ep two of the songs have been released already let's let's skip it yeah nobody had them in their picks for this year right <laughs> oh i didn't ha- i don't have the draft open but i don't think so i thought they were building themselves up to an album but whatever i'm not super at excited this, about this, it at this point I, I prefer just just release three songs at a time buddy they, they might be really good you never know oh i've heard one of the songs it's not <laughs> they seem to be so excited about their band but most people aren't. they are so happy <laughs> All the time. All the time. Okay. Well, well Adam, uh, as I do in I have... my top 20 list, uh, I, uh, in between <laughs> um, my... Uh, there's a bottom 10, there's a top 20, Yeah. and then there's 80 other albums that Mike has to talk about real quick. Oh, fuck my life. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, well, there actually there is... Uh, oh, you're right. 82. <laughs> For me, I only, I'm, I only have to go through 30 albums. You're right. Because so, I get rid of the fluff of the Trent Reznor files, a.k.a. my dumpster <laughs> fire. I get rid of the EPs and compilation albums. You'll save that for later. And then there's and then there's a little chunk of 30 albums that I'm going to fly through. Yay! And then I'll talk about my number 20 album. Very good. So, so I guess um, you need to start because... Yeah, so what I do is in between uh, each album, I'll just kind of get, talk a little bit about uh, each album that came out in months uh, in month chunks, starting here with January and February. That's right. So are we going to get started, bud? We got so much to get and through. And you said oh, you just barely God. started the Dan Campbell album? This week, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You should probably keep listening to that. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. 
it's did, like didn't make any of my lists but it's, it's pretty good it's like an album about real people and yeah. stuff so you know it's a pretty good album. Th- that he had to outsource the song material to so he absorbed other people's lives is he, and turned it into art is he is is he having writer's block again who knows he was having a oh my god it's everything shut down because of covid i need to make money that's true i have a 17 month old child <laughs> that is very very true so diapers oh my god diapers so we'll get i'll get I'll, I'll, i guess i'll get started he over here pee in the fucking toilet god damn it <laughs> before we get to my number 20 album of the year let's talk about a few more albums here starting with of course the first album ep that we checked out uh this year frankie yarrow and the future violence with heaven is a place this is the place <laughs> uh gucci <laughs> high waters which you know is a... i listened to that band wolf parade that was recommended by brian fallon yes it sounds very frankie esque yeah like kind of garage rocky yeah but lo-fi as good as frankie has become but does wolf parade feature frankie kids yes i don't have to think about this a yes lot. it does <laughs> they, they were in there i heard them in the background they kidnapped Frankie Yero's kids, right, and force them to be on their album as well in 2006. Yes. Oh my God, <laughs> Gucci Highwater with jokes on you. This is a recommendation from listener Daniel. I, I wasn't feeling this one a lot. Uh, Landon Tours Frontal Lobe Submission EP. Mm, good stuff. Pretty good. 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 Pretty good. Good stuff. One of my highlight EPs of the year. Yeah. Luca Brassi. Ooh. Everything, everything is, tenuous. is tenuous. Yeah. This is Australian Midwestern punk. There's a track on there called Selfish Something, track five. I had to listen. I listened to that numerous times and I still don't know if I like that song or not. Like I was so like, it has such an incredible verse and such a block horse. I I think I eventually gave it a thumbs down. It was so like my brain just went into this crazy, (laughs) like unknowing state. But anyway, it was a pretty good album. I'll talk about it later. (laughs) Norman Die. It's spelled like that. I'm sorry. Norman Die. Dark and Beautiful Secrets. I don't know who recommended this to me, but when I was re-listening to everything, I was like, who the, who the fuck is this? Who the fuck is this shit? <laughs> it's starting. Okay. We're only in January. <laughs> we're only fucking... No, this is February. So we're in February. February right now. All right. Oh, Adam, we are here at the first Skinny Award. Welcome to the stage, okay. the band Architects, who are accepting the award for, uh, for those who wish to exist the most deflated hype award wow i was reading somebody's top 10 list on like a real publication and they put this at their number (laughs) three hey (laughs) it was like loud wire or a kerrang or one of those like i don't know if you call them legitimate but top three best album of the year yeah oh wow for our top three number three metalcore album of the year oh wow so it's just like okay interesting whatever you say mr billboard all right architects get off the fucking stage we got a lot of show to do yes no uh, next one here is uh actually daniel's number one album of the year Whoa. so i didn't i starting i didn't off i was reading all of these this morning and i didn't get to daniel's top 10 list yet spoiler alert, <laughs> spoiler alert adam oh no Daniel's number one album came out on February 26th. This is, of course, Julian Baker with Little Oblivions. Highly contentious. You know, it's, it's split the fan base. Uh, you know, Adam, can you please turn off Little I, Oblivions? I'm trying to read here. I told you this back in February yeah. when we were giving our reviews of it. Yeah. And Daniel was even giving some, some less than favorable mm-hmm. constructive criticism Correct. at the time. And I said, 
number one album of the year by the end of the year. I was right. Goddamn right. Yeah, Man. you knew. You all knew this was coming. I am nothing if not predictable. <laughs> while while initially down on the album because it felt like retreaded ground, which is what you and I kind of talked about back then. Uh, I, I came to love it with when the context behind the retread came to light. This album is dark, possibly as dark as her debut, yes. brutally upfront with Julian's self-loathing, yes. lack of faith in herself, and the world at large. Yes. Given 2020 and 2021, uh, can anyone not relate to the feeling of hopelessness and apathy in regards to the world around us? Holy shit. Julian asks in the final song, how long before God changes his mind and realizes we aren't worth saving? Dang. While I ve vehemently, I never know how to pronounce that word, vehemently disagree with this idea you get it right this is how empty the world has made her and the rest of us not a positive note to end my lists on but it is julian's most well-written work to date and in time might be my favorite so there we go that's an interesting bookmark between his best and his worst correct who are almost made the same exact album in a weird way mm, you mean daniel's worst album of the year yeah they're oh they're almost the <laughs> same mean, album <laughs> uh, yeah but like one actually has a message behind it right the other one's just like hey everybody everything is just like dog. in that double double layered voice yeah, thing that julian baker does and really poorly produced reverb poorly produced yeah. but if you talk to the producer he's really happy with that album oh of but, course <laughs> he, of course he wants money but i guess we'll talk about daniel's worst later oh adam yes daniel's still here on the stage here with my with with, with, my, with my next album daniel, to talk about before my number 20 he, he takes up a big portion of that stage and i fucking love it uh that's not a comment on your size daniel no you're a very you're very slender man slender man daniel's number eight album of the year is of course slowly slowly with the race car blues chapter mm. two i liked that another album. big surprise of the year i had never heard of this band before the lead single of this album on discord and i fell in love instantly Whoa. this weird silly off-kilter album made me smile laugh and even tear up at points Whoa. this band is everything i've always wanted for bands like don broco We'll talk about that band a little bit. No, I don't know. Stay tuned to Skin and Mike and Adam. Uh, fun, but intentional. Fun, but yes. intentional and understandingly poignant. And it has that one Don Broco-esque track on there. It does, yeah. I just want to keep you on the level. Mm -hmm. It's so good. It's Very off-putting at first, but like, oh, that's a, this is a good song. Well, I had already absorbed Don Broco by that point, so I was just yeah. like, oh, this is, this is wonderful. Yeah, yeah. I loved every minute of this album, and I can't wait to dive into their back catalog. So thank you so I mean, much for sharing that. And their back catalog is not too impressive in my realm of the world uh, you know i mean even even the album from 2020 like i you know i, I liked it but you know it was the, like even listening to the two together i was less impressed by the chapter one. Oh yeah chapter two obviously blew it away the scraps so yes. my number 20 let's jump on in over here an Dude. album that i was very nervous to uh check out this year because of you know i guess prior to our deep dive of this band uh, in, in a previous episode, I was like, you know, this band's best days are behind them. Mm -hmm. I'm glad to know that we are, we were proven wrong oh. with uh, Nowhere Whoa. Generation of By Rise Against, which yes. is also Daniel's number six album Dang. of the year. Let's talk about what Daniel right. here has to say. This year was full of surprises, but none was bigger than Rise Against releasing their best album in well over a decade. Oh, yeah. Would you this agree with that? This is the best one since Ought 8. I, I That's for sure. I'd since Appeal to Reason. It's right uh, there the with band you. sounds revitalized and rejuvenated. There is a spark of passion and aggression that has been missing from the band's albums at large recently. Mike, why did you play this song, though? This song is not good. 
because maybe other songs might be nominated for best songs of the year. Adam, I had, I had one song, and then I had like four songs. <laughs> yeah, that sounds but, about right. You know, but this is like the low point of the album to me. Yeah, I agree. This is like we're um, nowhere generation. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, a but lot it, of their title tracks aren't always like the best. I, I feel they're always like the mediocre to low ones, in my opinion. They had the Swing Life Away album. It was pretty low point. Yeah, that was pretty. <laughs> uh, my point exactly. <laughs> trying to think of any other title tracks, but anyway, you you have your deck. maybe is maybe it's just a credit to how awful a year 2020 was for the world that would that that it was finally enough of a shot to give <laughs> it was finally enough of a shot shit show I'm sorry there's a misspelling <laughs> here to give uh, to get Tim angry again mm. uh, one of the most listened to albums of the year and one of the best albums rise against discography it's nice to have the boys back yeah absolutely mm. I completely agree with Daniel on this one like it does feel rejuvenating this feels like an album they could have written in 2008 uh, kind of a follow-up to their you know 20 2008 album right because like this song has like all the ick of the teens years but then everything else was just like where they left off yeah maybe after endgame because endgame's still pretty good yeah and one of the things i mentioned too is that like tim micklegrath sounds bored in the teens albums like he Mm -hmm. said it sounds like he's black market's pretty rough yeah wolves is pretty rough yeah as far as like a vocal performance goes like but Mm -hmm. this one he sounds like rejuvenated he sounds like he's angry Mm -hmm. uh, at at points but you know i mean this song is yeah 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 that one too which was like the lead single off of this it was written for the dc black metals or whatever but it turned into this album but uh yeah i'm I'm really excited that this album turned out as good as it it turns out as good as it did i'm personally shocked that it was like it ended up here at my number 20 Mm -hmm. i could have just i could have just as easily put something higher but like i had to be honest with myself, I do like the 19 tracks preceding it, or co- coming after uh, 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 more. Okay. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I'm tired, folks. I haven't finished my coffee. It's still on the table. Drink more coffee, man. I'm trying, but uh, yeah, I'm excited up. to see where this album lands up for you, buddy. I know, I know it's coming. We will find out. We will find out. No, it's coming. This week, next week. Next week, possibly. The week after next week i I forget or maybe never because one of our episodes will inevitably get lost to the ether and people won't listen to it yeah it's always the possibility this one is gone are we sure we're recording right now no we've lost 26 minutes (laughs) (laughs) all right well should i go whatever you want all right right, well i'm just gonna run through these 30 albums real quick (laughs) So so this is like not your worst, just the, everything in between. This right? is numbers 50 number 20. through 21. Let's do That's it. That's all I can do. Um, so uh, real quick, my EPs, my honorable mention EPs. I listened to this album, Brook Lane, Roll With The Punches EP. They apparently later released the deluxe edition of that with two extra tracks. So it's to make it a full, LP now? full album. Nice. This, this band wasn't super duper exciting for me at all. Five out of nine. Hot Mulligan, I Won't Reach Out To You EP. Ah, 12, 12 minutes disapp- of I was disappointed whatever. it was like, eh. It's like, okay, three songs out of five. I was expecting three amazing songs, though. Suicide for a King um, EP. That was one of the bands that got in contact with us. Correct, yeah. Yeah, two out of four. Vampire Money, the Ghost Town EP. Mm -hmm. Pretty good stuff. I love that band. Spooky. Three. That's that's scary shit right there. (laughs) Like Moths to Flames, Pure Like Porcelain EP. Three out of five. Mm -hmm. And then Vampire Money, number two. Oh. Outcast Club. 
three out of five. So good stuff from Vampire Money this year. Lots of stuff from Vampire Money too. too. <laughs> my number fifty album would be Bullet for My Valentine, self-titled, four out of ten. Okay. Was not excited for it. Was not excited listening to it. I'm not excited for it afterwards. Count your blessings, Bullet for My Valentine, <laughs> that you're on this week's episode. <laughs> barely, ever so Just barely. barely. <laughs> um, coming in next at a four out of ten as well, Tillian. Oh, wow. that's right. He was in my top 10 with his last uh, solo album from 28. This one was just kind of... Um, it was all shroomcore. Yeah. It was all like, hey, let's just look at the sunrise and dose away our blues mm-hmm. and reset our brains. Trippy-ass album art. Trippy-ass album art, but album, not very exciting. Chunk. No, Captain Chunk. Gone are the good days. Boy, howdy. They're back, baby. Are they? With a few good tracks <laughs> and a lot of their usual not exciting tracks. Five mm. out of 12. Spirit Box. <laughs> you guys hyped this one all year long. The I entire was... scene hyped this one. The number one metalcore album from that article that I read. For me, it's not that great. I gave it a five out of 12. I don't, maybe I just don't care for metalcore what they're doing here this year wasn't a great year for metalcore let's be no. honest Haley williams <laughs> um again i call this the uh covid vaccine number two album <laughs> since i was listening to that yeah. the day afterwards and just like <laughs> i can't tell if it's the album <laughs> or the dosage of chemicals that my body is trying to fight off right now I liked it better earlier in the year. I didn't like it as much. Yeah, especially on re-listen. On re-listen. I, I, that's, that's when I bumped the score down on re-listen. So Flowers for Vases slash Descansos, 6 out of 14. Again, if you want to stick with the LGBTQ style of progressive indie rock, like I guess that's your thing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, Yeah, she wrote this for an audience, and that audience isn't us. The audience isn't us. Um, do we need to worry about that the laptop went to sleep? Oh, I think we're okay. It's just okay. it's just sleepy like me. Okay, cool. Um, a day to remember. Obviously, uh, oddly what? enough, not what? on the worst of the year at a 6 out of 14. Man, I was looking forward to dunking on this with you, my friend. <laughs> I, I gave it a 6, and even on re-listen, I gave it a 6 mm, after all the months. Okay. There was some really terrible stuff I listened to that really beat this out. <laughs> I can't wait to find out what they are. <laughs> but you're welcome. Nobody asked for it, so I'm not going to... Well, do you want to hear what... uh, Well, since you're not going to talk about it next week, would you like to hear what Thomas has to say about it? Sure thing. All right, here we go. The most disappointing... This is number four, worst album of the year. Mm, The most disappointing album on this list. A Day to Remember used to be one of the best bands in the alternative scene, but sadly that is no longer the case. Resentment slightly saves this album, as I do love that track. That's a pretty good track, track? yes. I did like that track. And that's what I was surprised on Relisten after like trashing it back in March. It was just like, oh, there's not as many... Or there's there's more good songs on here than I thought there would be. Mm. <laughs> so, you know, six out of fourteen is still a really long album, and the closer I felt was a really good song. Okay, but you know, I get it. Twenty one pilots. Wait, no, architects. <laughs> Number oh. forty four. <laughs> For those that wish to exist, same thing. I gave it a six out of fourteen back in whatever god awful month it was that it came out February. February. I just remember like. Oh man, it was it, it, it's rough to re-listen to. That was for sure. This is breaking news, but do you want to hear what uh, listener Dave has to say about Architects? Yes. 
Breaking on his news. bottom five albums, you would be mistaken for bloody buttholes. Mm. <laughs> now, I warn you all about this. This band bleeds mediocrity in half for a few years. Well, you were hyping the new single. Yeah. He was hating the new single. Correct. So it was like the, the, the battle def- had begun. It definitely split the fan base. Yeah. Right? And in <gasps> hindsight, Dave was right. How they exploded across seas? Well, that's easy. They are stupid. They can't even win against 13 colonies. <laughs> because <laughs> they're, they're from england oh, that's awesome. oh, very good thank you well dave. done dave okay well it was my number 44 out of 60 then it, like i jumped the gun 21 pilots again another band that's been around for a while I'll talk about them next week that was better on re-listen i know i'd given it a three initially i gave it a five out of 11 mm. so eh, i don't know what i want from this like that whole conversation he's having with the girl are you gonna go to bed but i want to watch friends with you oh but if you're in the middle of being creative then you should be creative dog. Like, like why am i listening to this right what now is like, this nonsense like all their their previous two or three albums were so interesting and had concepts and uh, okay whatever go watch friends with your girlfriend nobody cares <laughs> anyway speaking of nobody cares oh no AFI. Oh no! Here How we the go. mighty, the ultimighty, I mean, like mighty beyond mighty, have fallen. Interestingly enough, on all of the lists that we got sent, no mention of AFI. It wasn't on anyone's worst. It wasn't on anyone's honorable mentions. Whoa! Nothing. Are you and me the only one listening to this band? I guess I, so. I think. Well, I think it's probably just lands right in the middle of nothing, just like I you. Yes. Yeah. It's not like a high honorable mention. Yeah. So that's, I mean, yeah, they, they, they missed hardcore. Yeah. This it's was, so sad. A, this was a split one. There was a, there's a podcast that I listened to called Min Max, which is a video game centric podcast. And he has a sister podcast called A Fire Inside Out. He's a big mm, AFI fan, yes. as you can hear. Yes. So when this album came out, I was excited to hear his take. Someone from a AFI super fan and he he and his co-host go on to say that like this is like some of the best music they ever put out because of the experimental nature of it uh, that's album <laughs> that's what album has to say about that that's what adam has to say about that album well I mean, you tried more tried. Th- more than me yeah to really enjoy this and i'm just like on re-listen like oh man yeah and it was the re-listen that like got me too i was like oh mm-hmm. man i don't care about most of this stuff i know and i mean this band has always been a consistent top 20 to 25 band yeah. if not much better but even in their but... side projects too when they experiment like it's not as uninteresting as this right right there's always right. something to talk about like with with dream car or with like even extremists which is the band we don't like right and even black audio there's always something interesting in there to at least talk about this one i don't, I don't know why this one missed the mark this has more interesting than extremist that's for oh, sure absolutely, yeah. <laughs> um so I, yeah I, I feel terrible putting this at number 42 but there it is mm. Number 41, Royal Blood. Mm. So it was like, I was kind of typhoons. feeling good about Typhoons, but on Relisten, I kind of brought Typhoons down a little bit. Um, is that all you have to say so far? No one cares about this album. <laughs> okay. <on>. <laughs> so sad. Um, Era. Mm. I, I jumped into Era this year and was like really hyped on this album. And <sighs> it's it's rough. I, I re-listened to it twice. It was just like, man, as soon as he throws out ego approaching death, I'm just like, I'm out. Like, I don't want to hear your shroom chord yeah, nonsense. Yeah, but I was about to say, isn't that like <laughs> stuff that you're familiar with? Yeah, but it doesn't mean I want to hear it in music. Okay. I really, really don't. This is Dave's number eight album of the year. I know. 
and I'm sorry. <laughs> that deflated. I know. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna remember that all year long now. I, know. I really, really try, and it, and there's definitely some good elements there on yes. six of those tracks. Super talented band. We can't. Oh my God, we yes. can't discredit them on that. We're getting better. We're moving up the list here. Ascent Like Wolves. We're in my 50-50 bands here. Cool. So here we go. That, that band is all right. Um, with, you know, 10 tracks, two of them are filler, one-minute nonsense tracks. So it's an eight-track album. Four out of eight. Not bad. Ascent cool. Like Wolves. Mystic Auras. Another band that I jumped up quite a bit from a three out of ten to a five out of ten, mm-hmm. which is huge, um, was the album from The Main, which you did not give a I listen to. I did not, to. no. Top ten album from their 2019 release for me. So I was hyped. What's the name <laughs> like, of this album? This album is called XOXO. That's right. Yeah. From Love and Anxiety in Real Time. So on re-listen, I was really surprised by like, oh, okay, now that I like take the, my filters off some general good pop rock kind of stuff and like one really really good song i can't remember the name of it dirty pretty beautiful something like that something like that is a really really good song but yeah i mean it's all just kind of the main i I think i'm kind of done with the main Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna listen to them anymore and then tom morello's first album of the year from october yep (laughs) the (laughs) The atlas underground fire. fire Six out of 12, again, a bunch of artists I had never heard of. Always nice to re- to, to get familiar with some of them. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling a lot better about the Flood album than this one. Okay. Um, but still, Bring Me the Horizons track was great. Mm-hmm. Um, the dubstep stuff at the tail end of the album was really good because it's all instrumental. Yeah. I'm just like, ooh, man. Did, did you listen to this one much? I did, yes. Okay, cool. So, yeah, but still six out of 12. Um, Tom Morello, yet to I- I- excite me since uh, the first Audio Slave album. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time. Beartooth. Mm. I listened to this album a lot this year. Mm. And I was like, I kept on remembering when he was like, oh, man, we're making some of the heaviest, darkest stuff that we've ever made in our entire lives. And then we get the album and it's a typical Beartooth album. Yeah. And so, as as big a profile as this band has, Caleb Shomo himself too, again, this is another album nobody talked about on any of the lists that were sent to us. Surprising. Because yeah. I thought Daniel was really hardcore into this album. Not hardcore enough. I guess not. So like there were times where I'm like, oh, this is like a nine out of 12. And then I'm like, no, this is a seven out of 12. No, it's like a 10 out of 12. Mm. I settled on six out of 12. Yeah. <laughs> so right in the middle. There it's really confusing for me to like to, with this. And yeah, the, yeah, the, I mean, the last riff, track 12, great stuff. Make a fucking album. album. Yeah. Is this like the fourth album? The fourth album. Yeah. At this point, they all kind of blend together. Like I, I, mm-hmm. I Caleb Shomo has proven how creative and interesting his songwriting is yeah now let's evolve past this right now, right the last riff make a song out of something yeah. slow and grindy and epic like this yeah it doesn't all need to be like fast tempo pop and i know bear tooth is like super Metalcore. popular they got like a big fan base but like i think you've earned enough goodwill from that fan base to expand your horizons at this point he's not listening to us this is just what i want <laughs> from bear tooth going right. forward so from here on getting a little bit better like this this is the ones where i'm like okay this was actually a good album um fair to good Mm -hmm. little lotus (laughs) what number is this number 35 cool so again went into this album knowing nothing about the the history the lore of all year and a half he's been around yeah but you've seen star wars force awakens that's right. I mean, he does a really good job in that movie. That's true. I mean, it's a great story of 
a boy losing his father by Correct. killing his father. <laughs> by killing his father. <laughs> Other than that, though, his yeah. pop punk album was yeah. pretty good. <laughs> Come on, was this... sing it with me. I miss your room. I love that song. Great. <laughs> it's so good. So good. So I didn't know anything of what to expect. Um, now, the, the legend that is Little Lotus. Kylo Ren. But I like this stuff better than his other projects. Hmm. Maybe we'll get to that. <laughs> Later. Maybe we'll get to that. Um, okay. I mentioned to you earlier the band Bleachers. Mm-hmm. forgot forgot about that band okay <laughs> but apparently this was, i remember this was a thomas band mm. and he said hey guys looking for that heartland punk style oh listen to the band bleachers featuring the lead singer of the band fun period fun period yes um who is also the producer <laughs> of the claro album oh who's very proud the of the claro album. singer of fun produced claro's mm. immunity whatever it's called what, I don't know what the fuck it's called. Herd immunity. Herd yes. immunity. <laughs> Which will never reach in the United States. Let me let me scroll down real quick. Oh, the Claro album was called Sling. Yes. Yeah, that's one. That's exact. Yeah, I was right there. Yeah. <laughs> so this album feature one song featuring Bruce Springsteen. Oh wow! Fair fair album. Fair a six out of ten. Okay. Not the most exciting thing. I don't want to go back and re-listen to their two previous albums, mm-hmm. but. It's it's all right. It's all right. Bleachers. Take the sadness out of Saturday night. That's what it's called. Okay. <clears throat> I know you guys all hate this artist now, but I still listen to him for Uh-oh. the good of the p- podcast. Uh-oh. And he made a pretty okay slash mediocre oh, album. Oh, this guy. Yeah. J.C. himself. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Johnny Craig, The Places Will Never Be. Eh, it's a... It's a Johnny Craig album. It's a decent Johnny Craig album. There's a fun song on there featuring an artist of unknown ethnic descent doing hip hop kind of music, Mm -hmm. sounding very angry Mm -hmm. and talking about how he's taken names and he knows what we've been saying on Twitter. And and then Johnny Craig busts him. I'm not saying that I want to be mad. I just want to be not so sad. Kind of stuff like that. Um, (laughs) That's the most Johnny Craig thing I've ever heard. (laughs) And... I mean, that song's not good, but okay. that song's on this album, and this album was fair to moderate. Okay, fair enough. Right next to it, the biggest surprise, the award for the biggest surprise of the year. Oh. Former worst album of the year oh. candidate, Hail the Sun. Oh. Man, I'm talking about them right in the middle at number 32 out of that 60. That is a huge jump. <laughs> this album worst is album fun band. to listen to. I okay. enjoy this album greatly. Okay. For six sixty percent of it. Do you um, know the month this album came out? I don't remember. April? May? April Something like that. Or May. It's a six out of ten. But yeah, big big step up for this band. This I know is, Oh, it was in March because it was right around actually, the holding absinthe album. It was April sixteenth. This April is 16th. Dave's number nine album of the year. Okay. Yes. It came out the same week as holding absinthe. <laughs> <laughs> this is new age filth by the way yes good album thank you dave for recommending this band to us <laughs> to continue listening to this band um, all those years ago and then another thomas band a story told a story that shane told a story shane troll <laughs> uh, <laughs> but this was in thomas's tom's top 10 right 
Um, Tom's top ten. Let me get to that. Yes, I'm trying to figure out. He the said it month came out. This came out the month that his child was born. Now oh, most of us yes. look back to the months our child were were born, and we're not too happy about those months. And we sometimes don't like music that came out during that month. But I'm glad that some people are not me. <laughs> yes, this is uh, Thomas's number three album wow. of the year, Damn. American Made. It's would a pretty like, good album. Would you like to hear a little bit about it? I do. My love for this album is probably irrational. It came out around the time my son was born. Mm. However, this record is so much fun and has some of the best hooks I've heard this year, along with the strongest opening and closing tracks of any record, in my opinion, Start and Pilot. Uh, this is the perfect summer record does give off a lot of summer vibes. It's got a summer vibe, yes. And I am so glad I found this band. Strongly recommend if you're a fan of pop punk. His favorite track is Better Than Heaven, which I like that track. That's a good song. That is a good song. Quite a bit. Their album art, it's just all their little it's faces. Just, yeah, <laughs> bands taking selfies. I hate it. <laughs> so, um, you know, nothing too exciting. But again, 7 out of 11. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Yeah. We're getting better here. We're getting better right in the middle. Um, another 7 out of 11 was the Hawthorne Heights album. Now, I know I tried to take Mike's criticism of this, and I put my, my Mike hat on, and I was like, yes, some of these riffs and themes have been done before, but I can't deny... Almost to a plagiarism. I can't deny that I enjoy it yeah? a little bit, a he little bit. He likes what she likes, Adam. Seven out of 11. This is also Dave's number 10 album of the year. The rain just follows me. But Dave is an Ohio boy. Yeah, and he's got to rep that Ohio. I know. So you're not going to hate that. Someone just someone told me once that Ohio is like for people who like like one another. Who like to like make sweet love to each other. Yeah. Sweet, Ohio, sexy time. Ohio is for people that are not, who don't like you, but like are in like with you and right. maybe want to go on dates with you. Right. Yeah. But for me, Ohio, Ohio is a place of utter boredom and extreme sadness and should never be visited by another human being. (laughs) Thank you for the offer, Dave. (laughs) Buy us a plane ticket. (laughs) But that's just, that's 14 year old me talking still. I'm still very upset at Ohio (laughs) because of what happened there when I was 14. (laughs) I know I should get over it, but I can't. Number 29, a big surprise album for this, but Rivals. Oh. Sad looks pretty on me. I Revals. did. I did kind of enjoy this album. It had it had some stuff I didn't really care for, but still, it hits you in the feels. It's got suicidal parents. It's got like songs about being sad all the time, and then it has other songs about being sad all the time, and then other songs about really being sad all the time. There's a very so, sad song in here. This is Daniel's number five album whoo. of the year. Would you like to hear a little bit about it? Yes, please. Damn, this was a good year for female artists this year, and mm. the newest one to add to the list is Rivals. Mm. Clearly a band that wears their Paris influences very openly. This band fills that white Paris. noise. I remember them. Perverse. <laughs> uh, the, the, this band fills that white noise-shaped hole in our hearts. In a way, it is almost white just as good. The music is anthemic <laughs> and bombastic. What did you say? I'm like, white noise shaped hole. Yeah. I like that metaphor. Mm. I like it. <laughs> Let's make a film. <laughs> the music is anthemic and bombastic, and the production is slick, and the vocals are downright masterful. The lyrics dealing with mental health are poignant in a way bands like this just rarely hit this close. Uh, yet again, my top 10 was full of surprises this year. Highlighted track, Little Mistakes. Mm. Got a lot of a lot of ladies on the list this yeah, year. a lot of I ladies, a lot, a lot more of people of color, and a lot somehow, of LGBT uh, um, representation as well. Somehow I ended up with three in a row right here. Oh, look at that. <laughs> From 27 to 29. Adam segregates all of his women <laughs> in one place. They're all over Take the place here. Take that information. I like them on top. 
I like them on oh. at the bottom, and I like them in the middle. I mean, oh, I, I don't, I don't segregate. It's true. <laughs> don't discriminate. But number twenty-eight was Flux by Poppy. Flux. I liked this. I didn't like it as much as other Poppy things that I listened to this year. But yet another album nobody put on any of their lists. Interesting. Yeah. I think we're the only ones. Yeah. Even Tom. Even Tom didn't put Flux on he any liked, of his lists. He's like the EP. The eat EP. Eat, eat P. That's fine. I mean, we. I just like to think of her little face every time mm. I listen to her. Adele. It's hard to judge an album when it just came out two weeks ago. That's true. But 30 was pretty good. This is a new listener or new first time writer to the show, Stil- Stiltner. This is his number nine album of the year. That's right. For me, 27. I gave it an eight out of 12. Um, a lot of... A, a, a good kind of throwback sound in a way there was like some like 60s pop feel to it in a weird way powerful vocal performances of course as always yeah but uh but if you've heard an eldale album before and there are several at this point you kind of know what to expect so it's just giving you more of that if you love that you're gonna love this one but uh this one you know it it didn't hit as hard as i feel like other adele albums have for me that's true 21 was pretty good yep but for me all of her albums are about a seven out of 11 pace mm-hmm. so eight out of 12 was a little step up <clears throat> and then back to the men <laughs> sausage party is coming <laughs> here up we here. go all bunch right. of wieners coming at you jerry cantrell brighton mm. good album that's a good album good album. i gave it a six out of nine with some like overly country things that kind of weighted it down but you know those six tracks just doing what he's got to do you're never going to follow up degradation trip yeah. volume one and two that way and um you know that i, I guess that's all i gotta say yeah. about that good my album no, my number 25 album again another november listen i think it came out in november but this you guys won't shut up about it so i'm like the guy listens to this fucking album now seafloor cinema oh. who is this band where did they come from why does their hair look like that? <laughs> Again, bl- long hair, blonde guys with dark brown beards make mm. me really uncomfortable. That just screams like either I'm a I'm a I'm a tiger trainer or <laughs> I have my own Netflix pedophile. documentary while I was in jail. Yeah. Yes. But I liked this album quite a bit. And on re-listen, it bumped up a little bit. Mm. So in Cinemascope with stereophonic sound, nine out of thirteen. That's a good score. Uh, this album kind of like surprised everybody, I think. It sure did. Maybe we'll talk about it a little bit later. Okay. Dave, you don't want to read anybody's uh, take on it? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> I, and then, whoa, yeah, Tom did not like this album, and I feel Uh-oh. bad about that. But my number 24 album, Bad Flower. Ooh. This is how the world ends. I like this album. Thomas's worst, number nine worst album of the year. And I you, know. And I guess, like, if you give I don't me a know. chance, I will read what he had to say. Okay. But I enjoyed this album because of the honesty, the brutal, the brutal honesty of it. The hooks were really good. And, like, out of all the bands that got here, this seemed to be the one that was just like, hey, you don't need to dig any deeper for what we mean by these songs yeah. and these song titles. And we don't know what metaphors are. And I apologize. This is actually Thomas's number eight. Ah, uh, okay. worst album. Go for it. The Go back half it. of this record is not terrible, which That's is true. what saved this album for me. That about, is true. In all honesty, but the front half is basically unlistenable. Mm. I did There's not feel that true. They doubled There's, down on the cringe. The, those four tracks that I didn't like cringe worthy. Yeah. But the other nine were good. It's not bad because I thought this band had a, 
It's oh, I'm sorry. It's too bad because I thought this band had a lot of potential after the last record. Yeah, true, true that. That's Thomas. true. They did. And <clears throat> so for me, nine out of thirteen, not too bad. And then get into the seventies, the seventy percenters. Oh, Ian Miles, Degradation, mm. Death, Decay. Now again, didn't know what to expect going into this. It it sounded exactly like what I expected it to sound like, but man, those first like six seven tracks. Really, really good Thomas stuff. This is number 12 album of the year. Beautiful, beautiful. So Creeper, I mean, whenever Hannah releases her own solo album, I'll be all over that one oh too. Oh my God, I wish. <laughs> it's got to come, come on. She's like such a highlight of um, Creeper for me. Like I mm-hmm. always get excited when whenever Hannah's vocals come on. It's got to happen, come on. And then number 22, I would say, have I already given out this award, but the biggest surprise of the year? You can have two. It's your list, baby. The album that I thought would be easily a dumpster fire album slash the Trent Reznor files, <laughs> but it's my number 22 album. Willow Smith. Willow. Lately. I, I feel everything. I just want to know what to do when I'm dead. Oh wait, that's no, hot milk. That's hot milk. No, my bad. Lately. I feel everything. everything. <laughs> so I like Tom was all hyping on this and I'm just like, okay, Hey, it's 29 minutes, 28 minutes. I'll listen to it. And I really enjoyed this. I know it's the Travis Barker uh, project. Mm-hmm. Avril Lavigne shows up on it. Avril Lavagna. And I gave it a seven out of 10. And there's a track on there called Lipstick. That's really, really good. There's a lot of songs on that album that's really, really I good. I know. And Kenny Hoopla's on it. Kenny Hoopler? Wait, no. He's in the video for the Avril Lavigne song. Kenny Hoopler? Hoopler. And that round, rounding it all out, number 21. <gasps> you already mentioned it. Here we go. Luca Brasi. Luca Brasi. Everything is tenuous. Woo. I enjoyed getting to know this band this year. And thank you, Dave, for the recommendation. When I say they're the Australian Goo Goo Dolls, I don't think I would go that far. But... This was a very good album, and I enjoyed listening to most elements of it quite a bit. So I'm going to bring up my number 20 album. Thank you for sitting uh, with us. I know, I know the beginning of our um, honorable mentions tends to get a little long, but you know, hopefully you guys enjoyed those discussions while we get into the meat of this episode. Adam's queuing up his number 20 as we speak. So this album, we knew it was coming. We knew that it was going to be pretty good because most of this guy's stuff always is. And at least we get to always know that there will be an album from this artist every year. And he's always going to just kind of do good. It's Mm -hmm. never going to be like great, Mm. but it's always going to be good. And I enjoy me some Johnny Frank. Now. Johnny Franklin. Nice. <laughs> Frankton. Frankton Frankelson. <laughs> so this is the track Lord Farquaadzilla, and I'm playing the video version right here. Oh my <laughs> sweet Jesus. This comes off of the album or EP? I'm, I always go album okay, this this because... 400 pound back squat? 400 pound back squat. And this was, a, this was fun. I, I really enjoyed listening to this one. Um, and, you know, just the dude can write a hook. I'm surprised that he can still find ways to write interesting hooks. I don't. I don't even know what number this is at this point. No, what number? What album this oh, is album? for him? Yeah, I mean, th- at this point, it's eight or nine, I think. Yeah. In the past five years, <laughs> but so much better than other albums like Rich Sips. I think that one was pretty bad. But I love like he throws in like metal components. He throws in funky country components yeah and I, I didn't listen to this but like i do like that transition it goes in and out of that that's mm-hmm. really neat 
You didn't listen to this? I did not. Wow, it's 22 minutes. I know, I don't have the time. Man. And that's the you interesting thing that he can throw in like an album's worth. Like you feel like you've listened to a whole album by the time it's over because mm -hmm. there's been so much ebbs and flows. So that's why I'm, I'm just going to keep on coming back to this. And I, I recommend it for Mike as well. Very cool. Did nobody else mention this one at all? Yeah. Uh, I don't have it on my list, but I did not see anybody mention this. Okay. But we might come across it, and I apologize if I. I believe he was it. a top 20 artist for me last year with. That's true. Whatever sure. album that was. Isn't it like Eggy Eggy Pocket? Eggy Pocket. Yeah. Number 15 album of last year. Also a five out of seven. Mm. Consistently right. five. Consistently five good songs from yeah. from Bill Murray every year. <sighs> And that's so cool where that just kind of comes out of nowhere with like the, the metal riff. Yeah. <laughs> Is that Keith Buckley? I oh, know it's a guy named Jonathan Young. Yeah. We don't talk about Keith Buckley anymore. Well, he's going through some issues at the moment. What is Chode Slammer? What is that? What is that? Is that the band that Jonathan Young comes from? Because it says Chode Slammer. It might be. Cool. I don't know. I didn't look him up. <laughs> it's really hard for me to keep up with all the featured artists that I've Very never heard cool. of. Adam, All right. Yes. Tell me about on to some March albums before we get to my number nineteen. Please do. First of all, we got Tiger's Jaw. I don't. I won't care how you remember me. <laughs> Apparently, nobody cares at all. Tiger's Jaw. <laughs> era with uh, Era, um, uh, Dave's number eight album, as I mentioned. Uh, Rivals. We already talked about that. Sad looks pretty on me. Taking the stage right now, Ashley, to accept the award for best. Paris album not written by Paris. <laughs> Man, that's congratulations a harsh, to rivals. That's a, that's a harsh criticism to my number ten album of last year. Oh, Paris. But anyway, <laughs> but that was a Paris album written by Paris. That's so right. they won that award last year. Interesting album. But yes, I like Rivals. But did we kind of agree that Damn Soul was a better album than this one? Because I know yes, they're their first album from twenty nineteen or eighteen. Yes, forget. they're pretty comparable, but I I think Damn Soul does get the edge. Yeah, yeah. But this band, I'm glad they're on our radar now because we need more diversity mm -hmm. on our list. That is an honest to goodness. I statement. have a black woman on my list, probably for the first time ever. That's I don't true. I don't think. I mean, who else? Well, Halsey, she's half black. So for the second time ever, <laughs> go me. <laughs> you did it, Adam. Yes. You are single-handedly ending racism with your end of the year list. You're very welcome. <laughs> this was a uh, indie band who sent us their album. Uh, and I love the concept of this. The album is called Choose Wisely by the band Counted Among Saints. Now, mm. what's cool about this is that all the proceeds from this album, any of the income that they get through streaming or if you buy the album or purchase it or anything like that or play we'll it on to, our podcast or play it on our podcast we'll, yes. we'll be sent to like mental health um support and, and 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 research we need more research on mental health mm -hmm. uh so because i was the only person in the world who listened to this album and talked about it i'm only i'm the only one i'm only going to be the one mentioning it that's the bitter truth by evanescence tell us all about it <laughs> nah <laughs> you already did on that episode and i know you weren't too hyped on it nah i mean i even on re-listen i was like mm, yeah i'm not feeling this as much as i was even even back in march mm. so this moves us now on to my number 19, 19. album of the year again a very divisive uh album from the entire scene and also you and me and also our listeners over in discord so this i'm just gonna go ahead and play fire. what's probably the song that I, th I would agree that everybody likes this song um it's 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 heavy af the album itself can go heavy af it can go soft it can go melodic 
It can get alt. It can get punk. It can get metalcore. It can get pop. It could actually There's... start. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you have to get through the radio static because I'm not getting a good signal here with your internet oh, that's here. Right. This is a static. Uh, I'm sorry, spirit box. Static box. With static Eternal X. Blue. Static you finally X. listened to that Static X yes. album. Yes. Okay. With that dead guitarist. People and really love this. They really do. I mean, I yeah. I'm, I mean, it's my number 19. I don't love it. I wanted to love it a lot more, but mm -hmm. there are some pacing issues with it. There are some low points where some of the songwriting isn't as good as some of the other songs. Uh, this song itself, too, even though I like this song, there's like five that lines could... in it and it's, it's very repetitive right so but like it but it fucking slaps it like it gets my head bumping every single time and every time i show this to somebody else uh, you know i tell them like hey that screamer that's a woman and they're i know like, and that and and i guess this is something i need to work out within myself yeah but when i hear a woman make that kind of noise i'm out that's my fucking fetish it's, dude it's i know you love it fetish. i can't stand it <laughs> i want to stand it i want to be able to be like so beautiful but no, like I can't. <laughs> no, like... it's it's just. It, but but in all honesty, like it, it's it. Albums like this, I love because it shows that like women can go just as hard as That's men. That's true. You know, they can go hard. Yeah. But you know, unfortunately, like I wanted this. I I went into this expecting it was going to be an easy top ten album of the year because I loved secret. I loved this song. I loved Secret Garden. I loved some of the other singles. That, I loved Constance, which was which was the ended being the final song on this. So some of the singles that they released, I was like, oh, this is. This is setting itself up to be like one of the best albums of the year. And, and while 19 is nothing to shake, you know, shake a stick at, I mean, we, I've listened to 102 albums this year, but, uh, you know, it, it's still like, hey, whatever. This is pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. But I, I wanted to love it. And it does sting when, you know, you people who you like a lot and love and trust are like, oh, this album sucks. Like, well... It's a five out of twelve. Well, it's pretty, it's pretty okay, good. Yeah, it's fine. I'm, I'm like <laughs> this band is going to really evolve their sound. Yeah, and now that they've put, the finally put out a full length album, I feel like going forward they're just going to keep going like more experimental mm -hmm. and go really hard on like the songwriting element. And then by album three, there will be no unclean vocals. Yeah, and everybody's going to be like they sold out, but it's going to be like their biggest record. Yeah, and we're going to be making fun of them for being like another Architects album, right? <laughs> it's very possible. But uh, yeah, uh, Eternal Blue by Spirit Box. I'm sure most of you have heard this album at this point. So, um, and also I, like somebody like Connie from Space Cowboy. Mm -hmm. Like I can accept that because mm -hmm. she looks like. A homeless child that just crawled out of the gutter <laughs> but so like her, but, her, her her outfit matches the voice that she's right, projecting but, right oh god what's this girl's name from oh, spirit box i'm sorry i forgot her name she's so pretty right and so i can't accept that, that that's coming from that that beautiful voice box true, and yeah. it, which is like so shallow of me i think I don't, I don't, I don't even know what's what's right or wrong. Yeah, anymore. I mean, it's true because like even the Holy Roller music video, which we saw, like she's she's dressing like all flowers. It's very beautiful and like right. that voice blah, coming out of her. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, stop! You're scaring me. <laughs> oh, so I guess I will move on to my number nineteen. But yes, that's my my only criticism is I guess if you're gonna sound like that look the part look look <laughs> like a homeless person because that's all i think of like i want men to look homeless as well when they sound like men that too do a really good job of looking like crust punks <laughs> but for her it's like you you can tell they're they're selling the image of her being yeah. a really pretty girl and as too. shallow as that sounds that is 
kind of how the music industry works. Right. All right. Well, I really enjoyed this next album, which is my number uh, 19. Um, now, this artist we know, this artist we will probably listen to for the rest of time because um, there's no reason for us to ever go back and not listen to him anymore. Um, but aren't we so happy that we finally gave John Mulhern a chance again after we were ready to just stay? 19. I'm just saying, we we told them that we weren't interested in talking to him. That so, was one of the biggest mistakes of this show, <laughs> by the way. So I'm glad that we finally brought him back into yes. our mix again. This is nothing nowhere with... Oh my god, fucking all the world's fucking trauma factory. Oh my fucking god. I love this song. Number 19, Adam? There's too many tracks, and there's four tracks I don't like on here. Okay. There's like that chunk in the middle, like tracks like four, five, and six. I'm really not feeling. Okay. And then this version of Nightmare on this album is not my favorite. But oh, yeah, I, yeah. I like this one. Like the one takes version of Nightmare perfect that's exactly what it should sound like but this version is like the death metal version i'm like it's not my thing well two people you know don't agree with you and put this much higher so we'll save that uh, for later how about that i gotta say the weight from here on is much heavier Mm -hmm. like like this is a great album but everything else above it is also super duper great. Okay. And the bad stuff is really, really bad. You mean you're 18 to one? Right. Like it's all like it's it's like this from here on is much better than everything at the tail end. Like my worst stuff. Oh, okay. <laughs> the worst stuff is so bad. Where this stuff is so good. Right. Do Do you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> the, the the weight. Like if I could put my number 60 album further down the list I would mm-hmm. but I didn't listen to enough of those no, okay alright right. I'm just shocked this is very very low for you my friend I know I'm but sorry that, as yeah. well to the community we'll I'm sorry to this, uh, John maybe in a week maybe in a couple but of I am sorry that Mike turned down your management back in 2017 okay alright <laughs> do we need to clarify this <laughs> or should we move on moving on moving, moving on, on we'll tell that story again another week maybe <laughs> I hope so let's see number 18 for me comes before comes after talk a little about some April albums haha <laughs> I like it by Loon uh, hail the sun's right. new age feel for oh welcome to the stage hail the sun who Ooh. won the award for my favorite album title to say out loud oh, of the year. New Age Filth. You can't. You, that's the only way to say it. That's you can't just be like, it. oh, it's called New Age Filth. Oh, it's called New Age Filth. Like, that New Age Filth. It doesn't work, especially for <laughs> as heavy an album as it is. Factory Reset by Tilly and Pearson. We talked a little bit about that already. Eh. Uh, Typhons by uh, Royal Blood. Typhons. Meh. All right. <laughs> uh, are we done with Royal Blood? I mean, it seems like at it's like point, every yeah. four years we get an album that's just like, well, Wait, that's This might cool. be the one, Adam. This might be the one. I know. Seems <laughs> no, like... it's never the one. My number 18 album of the year. This comes after, Adam, you went into their discography. Oh, sorry. And, oh, you went, oh, Adam put the fingers up. <laughs> you went into this band's discography in anticipation for this new one and uh, mm. my goodness i really like this album a lot and i mm. hoped that you do too because we haven't mm. heard this band's name yet mm. um this is the opening track 
off of I don't forgive me I don't know what number album this is over there I want to say like third or fourth five fifth album yes the fire itself the fire itself Phineas Phineas yeah another fun band name to say out loud yeah Phineas <laughs> again this is another album that uh, I think some of our friends in Discord were hyping up and nobody this talked was, about this was all Daniel yeah apparently Daniel didn't like it <laughs> well not... it was right in the middle apparently right <laughs> okay. Know. Well, yeah, this was Phineas kind of like being, being Phineas. I mean, you, you'll hopefully listen to their first four albums eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, not like they they diversified their sound too much, yes. but man, you listen to this one and you're just like, everything is there that I need to listen to. There's no there's no like, Ugh, stop screaming kind of moments. Yeah, or... for an album that like is a majority unclean vocals, mm-hmm. like it's very enjoyable, easy to listen to. Mm-hmm well paced I, I think the drums are what does it oh i mean obviously gosh, the guitar yes. is incredible here yeah. but every the, single member of this band is doing their part to make the album enjoyable and fun and memorable and i love the choruses of this album some of the songs i'll say right now some of the songs on this album are in contention for best songs of the year mm. so i look forward to sharing that with you guys when uh, when the time comes but yeah like this is another big surprise for me it wasn't this band wasn't on my radar at all prior mm-hmm. to this year, and uh, you know, thanks in part to you for checking out this band's discography. And uh, yeah, I, I'm officially okay, a fan. It's been a minute and 42 seconds, yep. and finally, so now the song can finally start. <laughs> Oh god, it's so, so good, dude! It's like everything that made us fall in love with metalcore music. Oh yeah, and to this, begin makes, with. this makes me feel young again, you know. And mm-hmm. I and, and I love there's that youthful exuberance, even though you can tell they're not they're not youths. Uh, these guys are like very technically minded. Um, uh, you know, there there is clean vocals in it, but they're kind of few and far between. But they show mm-hmm. up right when they need to. Right when they need to. Yeah, it's oh, good stuff. Well, well written songs, and these guys know. How to? There's that chorus. Oh, mm, these guys mm, know mm. how to like write a song, dude. You're right, dude. Those drums are fucking sick. I know. This is like why I fell in love with Bullet for My Valentine mm-hmm. in 2010. <laughs> like this was what they sounded like. Yeah. So hopefully on Phineas's seventh album, we're not talking about them the same way we're talking about uh, Bullet for My Valentine. It makes me nervous. Yeah. It makes me very nervous. <laughs> Well, this song's been playing for eight minutes straight, so let's go ahead and uh, stop it right here. All right, cool, Adam, what cool. you got for your number 18? My number 18 was a band that uh, we were looking forward to this album, obviously. And I think Daniel introduced us to this band years and years ago. Um, and we listened to them and we were like, oh yeah. And then we listened to them more and we're like, oh yeah. And then we saw them live and we were like, oh yeah. And then we were like, new album. Oh yeah. And then I ended up liking this album a lot more than Mike did, but that's okay. But I like, I won't care. (laughs) There it is. Yeah. (laughs) Tiger's jaw. Featuring, fe- I mean, the lead singer is our friend Daniel. That's right, Daniel's band. Um, <laughs> I hope him and Brianna make it work one day. Yeah, even uh, though Daniel is like engaged and has a child with another woman. I know. A lot of drama going of, on in Tiger's jaw. <laughs> so I know this one didn't like. I mean, the Spin from 2017 was a top 10 album for yeah. me. So this, a little bit of a step down. It's okay, but it's still very enjoyable. It's exactly what I needed. They didn't change their formula too much. The hooks are there. And um, 
Yeah, I, I, I don't understand why people mosh to this music. It doesn't make any sense <laughs> to me. They found a way. But they did. <laughs> and this band seems a lot heavier live than when you listen to their yeah. albums, which is weird. Maybe it's just the moshing influence. Mm-hmm. Um, but we yeah. just mosh because we're happy. That's all. It's brief. It's like 35-ish minutes. Um, I gave it an 8 out of 11 altogether. And I'm going to put it right here at number 18. Yeah, this is a this is an enjoyable one. You're right, one that we were looking forward to, and um, you know, I, I, I just like with um, Spirit Box, like I wanted this to be a lot higher. But uh, you know, it, it is what it is. It's not a bad album at all. I wanted not, to believe. Yeah, it's not something that like you know we're not gonna we wouldn't recommend to people, but it's still yeah, it, it's 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 a fun little listen, and I'm and I'm, I'm, I'm glad we got what we got. And I'm hope, looking forward to more music from them as well. Did you like Tiger's Jaw? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she loves it too. She loves it. Okay, I have to put my microphone down and put my child out. Alrighty, so let's go ahead and talk about some albums from May uh, before we get to my number 17 album of the year. So moving on to the albums of May before we get to number 17, we're going to start off here with Salem 2 mm, by like one that. of the many bands called Salem. Which Salem is it? That's for you the, to figure out. The folks. one with the vampire singer. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> like uh, I haven't heard a bad song from this band yet. No. But it makes me nervous that like it would be a perfect album if they had just put these two EPs together. I, I don't know. I, I enjoy listening I to it. I kind of like having them broken up as EPs. Me though. too. You know, nice little palate cleanser. Yeah. EP every year. Yeah. That'd be fine. See you, Space Cowboy slash. If I die <laughs> A Sure Disaster Split, which is also Daniel's number one EP of the year. Let's just talk. Uh, we got a few sentences here over here. Uh, uh, you knew this was coming, right? Speak this away. EP is the past, present, and future of metalcore <laughs> combined to an insanely consistent split from the two most interesting young bands in the scene right now. They are interesting. They are very interesting, yeah. And I, that I, Bloodstained Eyes song that he keeps on going on and on about that bring, brings him to tears. I mean, I'm sure he sings it to his child every night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a with, good song. With some noise-canceling headphones and blast it as loud as he can. Uh, let's see. Moving on here. Uh, this band, it's a pop band called Shade, the female-led vocalist, uh, High Dive, uh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Isn't it it's misspelled? Okay. Like it's yeah, S H E A or something. S H A E D. Oh god, I've already uh, forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> They're so unique, I guess. Uh, Lord Horan with Long Lost, a band I used to listen to a, a lot, and they've just been kind of coasting here and there. Uh, num- Daniel's number twenty album, Sour, by Olivia Rodrigo. Uh, let's, Ew. This, this is what Adam. Shut up. Ew. <laughs> this is what this is what Daniel has to say about it. Never would have thought that this album would be this high on this list, but I can't deny how enjoyable it is to listen to. The album is over-the-top, brutally honest, and uncomfortable at points, but always well-written. It is exactly what it is like to be an overdramatic teen going through a breakup. Now, while I was saying that Olivia Rodrigo has been walking to the stage over here here to accept the award. I know, Adam, you've got connections. You've hi, got... Olivia. I thought so say hi to your dad for me. <laughs> you've got uh, you've got two degrees of separation with Olivia Rodrigo. So you brought her on to the stage. She's very shy. She doesn't want to talk on the show, but she's here to accept Just the award. Just give her a guitar. Give her a guitar. She'll start bawling. <laughs> she's here to accept the award for this is actually a really good album, but because it was written by a young woman and this is the first and it is about the first time heartbreak of a young person, y'all just wrote it off like the gatekeepers you are. There I said it award. Are you t- are you saying that about me? Moving on, <laughs> Olivia, go back home. 
Red lights, stop signs, something on the street, something on the Z to the Give that woman a Grammy. Grammy for the best song written of the year. We'll get there, Adam. We'll get there. She was nominated. She didn't win. I know. Grammys haven't happened yet. Red lights, stop signs. Z to the Mighty Zucks by uh, the Devil Wears Prada. Again, nobody talked about this. No needs it was to. Bad. It was so bad. It didn't need to be done. Adam, we talked about this already. Scaled and icy. Clancy is dead. 21 Pilots. Uh, this is also Daniel's number four. Best? Worst album of the year. Oh, <laughs> worst. <laughs> Down with Pilots. Down with Pilots. Uh, I'm trying to find the piece of paper because i'm an old man uh, i think i am done with 21 pilots blurry face was crap whoa it's not that bad trenches was better trench was pretty good but still not great and this show tune car commercial nonsense <laughs> i am just done this sounds this sounds this sound used to be so interesting and I hate how far they've fallen since 2003. But I just can't Saturday, with them Saturday, anymore. We paint the town. Monday, we stay quiet. Tuesday, make some noise, go shopping. <laughs> but Saturday, Saturday. Like, what the fuck is going on? Why are you just walking us through your week of yeah. living a childless existence with your girlfriend watching Friends? Must be fucking great. It sounds terrible. Taking anyway. the stage for the next Skinny Award... The best album that made me cut my fucking hair. <laughs> Greatest hits by Waterparks. Shave your fucking head. Shave my fucking head. <laughs> Why does this album exist? Mike? I Won't Reach Out to You by Hot Mulligan. And my number 17 album of the year. This one okay. I'm pretty sure I was going to like when, we, when I heard about it. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad it turned out as good as it uh, ended up being. You know, 2020. 2019 was a big year for at least the lead singer of this project because you know him and his other band uh, they 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 topped all of our charts with the day seeker oh, of course this yes. is a hurt wave with the night wave therapy one mm, i was hoping we'd get night therapy two or yeah. whatever he had a kid this year, so, you know, he, I don't think he had the time to do this. But this Saturday, is also... Saturday, we can't record. <laughs> <laughs> this is also Thomas's number five EP of the year. Nice. This is what uh, Thomas has to say about it. Another pleasant surprise in the year, full of them. Rory Rodriguez's side project will hit you right in the feels. There are some, a lot of emotional lyric, lyrics in this one. A lot of mo emotional tones. And this definitely is very different from, uh, you know, Dayseeker, but uh, a well, a well-needed diversion from them, you know. He sounds really, really sad. Mm, mm, mm. You don't song. feel those sad tones right here in the song. Bleach? I said he sounds really sad. Okay, I thought like, you were being he, he's so fucking sad. And I mean, and then he didn't. Adam he, he didn't show up when he said that. He didn't show up for that interview with Ian, and then Ian was like, "I can't be friends with you anymore, Rory Rodriguez." And then it's like, "But no, do you listen? Like, this is a sad, sad, sad man." Yeah, yeah. Who probably doesn't want to be interviewed by anybody, right? Let alone Ian, right? The the most happiest. Man. <laughs> so I I love this EP. I want mm -hmm. more of this. I know you like I to want... split your EP lists from uh, everything else so i'm excited right. to see where this one ranks for you i didn't rank EPs. my eps i put them in oh, really? no particular order and i'll read oh. them next week Another or no two weeks two weeks the best okay. this good. will be on there it's okay. one of 
the fucking 12 Sounds EPs good, that I yeah. enjoyed this year. But if you guys are Dayseeker fans, I can't imagine you haven't listened to this yet. But even mm-hmm. if you haven't, even if you're not a Dayseeker fan, highly recommend that you check this out. It's not it's not very long, you know, it, it'll it'll breeze through. I think it's like 20, 25 minutes for the whole EP. But uh, can't wait for more from this. I hope so. Yeah. There's no reason not to. You look at their their social media posts and he just looks so sad all the time. <laughs> it's like, dude, I know, I get it. And you're just, so sad. If you need to stay sad, just be sad. It's okay. You can be. You're allowed to be sad. Well, this band showed up out of nowhere this year. Cool. Let me make sure I. So pick a year the... full of surprises, Adam. Oh, well established. No, I don't want to look at my electric bill yet. Come on. Look at it. No. Look it's, at it. It's zero dollars. I have, I have solar panels. I already know. <laughs> you can unsubscribe zero to emails. Dollars. You know zero. You're allowed to unsubscribe to emails. But sometimes I have to pay like two dollars. Oh, I mean, know? you you, don't, you wouldn't want them coming to break your ankles, you know, no. for two dollars. I mean, SoCal Edison, they're 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 biggest bad. fucking mafia in the world. I know. All right, so this band number seventeen for Adam. Yes, again. Never heard of this band in our entire lives. Um, and then I don't even remember. I think it was Tom. Man, well, where would we be without Tom? This would be a big year. This would be a tiny year of albums without Tom. This is a big so, year because of our listeners, and we love our Discord friends, and we want more Discord friends. Come join the Discord, folks. I know. It's in the link we below. have nothing but time to listen to all of your recommendations. Mm, Some of them. 102 albums <laughs> in 2021. But this one... You know, it kind of stands out a little bit. You know, I like me some some ladies singing. I like me some ladies singing about sad things. Mm. I like ladies who don't make metalcore music. But I also <laughs> like ladies... Who don't scream? Who are from Chicago. Mm. And sound... Like, you can hear their words, and then you can, like... You can, get, you can smell them. Like in that bad sort of like you probably should take a shower. That kind of crust way. punk yeah. sort of thing. And like that's that's Drea, I think is her name. Sincere Engineer. Sincerest Engineerist. Bless my psyche was a really good album. Yeah. Thank you so much. Huge surprise. So this ended up on a few people's list. Uh, do you wanna say them or do you wanna talk about them now? Whatever you'd like to do, you're the maestro. Yeah, but, but I want to know what you want to do. I want to just say that... How about you say your piece, since it's your list, and then I'll get to it. I just want to say that uh, you guys don't need to go back and listen to Rombithian, because you're getting a little bit of the watered-down version of Bless My Psyche. Mm. But we'll see if she can keep this going, because she sounds like she's a miserable, self-destructive asshole who like doesn't like anything. Like punk band right. we can listen to. But she loves Chicago, but then she, she writes about watching the giant blob go across this stupid fucking city yeah and i'm just like you're you're the one you might be the one <laughs> absolutely <laughs> this is also daniel's number 11 album of the year just barely made uh, barely missing the top 10 another massive surprise on my honorable mentions thanks to thomas for this re- for this review because i fell head over heels for this sound more refined more refined sound similar to camp cope with jangly instruments mm-hmm. raspy vocals heart on sleep lyrics all from this indie sound girl sad girl how could not how could it not be one of my favorite albums of the year this mm-hmm. album is number 10b as far as i'm concerned because it deserves to be in the top 10 whoa and uh, i'll share the thoughts of uh, another listener on another day okay cool so yeah i enjoyed this it's not super long 35 ish minutes yep it gave me like some fun 
Counting Crows vibes as well, which I thought was cool. And it's just like, hey, I'm, I'm down with uh, crust punk ladies. Yeah. That doesn't sound right, but... <laughs> but you, but you but are I right, like though, that, like, them. you know, as far as, like, female vocalists go, like, we don't hear them do this type of genre a lot. And, uh, which, which, again, very big surprise, and I'm, 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 I'm glad that we're, you know, getting that diversity and, you know, that, 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 that diverse sound mm-hmm. from someone who isn't, like, traditionally speaking, a very good singer either, because that happens, hmm. you know, from all the male singers we, we listen right. to as well. There's, like, good singers and bad singers and everyone in between. Right. And, you know, for, for the most part, every... I feel like prior to this year, every female-led vocalist that we listen to, beautiful angelic voice with like some screaming true, or whatever, right? True. But like, it's cool to get someone that's like a little rough around the edges, mm-hmm. right? And she still has a regular day job. Yeah. She had to leave her day job early to get interviewed by Shane Told, <laughs> and then that's have cool. a very like hypomanic encounter with him. Shit. <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean, um, yeah. Was it a good interview? I love Chicago. <laughs> Sounds like it was a bad interview. It was a weird interview. All right, don't listen to it. Okay, I won't. I didn't learn anything except that she dropped out of dental school. But she talks about that on the first album that she could have been a dentist. Oh, okay. But she's too much of a miserable piece of shit to even be a dentist. Ah, self-deprecating. Love it. Love, love self-destructive women. You're the one. Mm. <laughs> Don't do it, Adam. I've dated self-destructive women. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Moving on here, before we get to my number 16, we got the albums of June. June. Eat P <laughs> by Poppy. Love it. This is Thomas's number four EP of the year. God this damn, this is EP fun. is bananas in all the best ways and really mm-hmm. showcases Poppy's unique vocal talent. This was I, the introduction. I, without this EP, I would have not had so many interesting thoughts and feelings this mm-hmm. year listening to Poppy. <laughs> Somebody else's Poppy love has manifested into us, and now we have overtaken that person as the number one Poppy fans. I love it. That's very possible. <laughs> AFI's bodies. Hmm. Moving on. <laughs> you Take tried. It. You tried so hard. You kept on saying, I'm still listening to it. I think I'm hearing why it might be good. They deserve to listen. No, they, 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 I will no. say, though, seriously speaking, a couple of those songs are in contention for best songs of the year. I'm not kidding. I live in Los Angeles. <laughs> How can you please? I ask you every fucking year to turn off your music player. <laughs> Taking the award for the best. Oh, wait. Is this the one by Connie Scarborough or the one by Kylo Ren's twin brother who, instead of joining the Dark Side, opened a SoundCloud account? Ooh. It's Wrist Meat Razor with Replica <laughs> of a Strange Love. Uh, Whatever. You didn't like it. Did, did Daniel like this one? Uh, nobody ranked this. Nobody ranked this. Thanks okay. for the recommendation, folks. Because I, I, I listened to it on his, like, hype. Yeah. And let's just say it didn't make the list. <laughs> mm, next week? We'll see. Every uh, fallen <laughs> That's my favorite fucking track. <laughs> <laughs> Below by Each. Beartooth. Uh, piecing it together Said by Free Throw. What the fuck? <laughs> This was the recommendation from my daughter. Actually. That's the weird thing about free throw, but maybe we'll talk about them oh. later. Oh, <laughs> anyway, go ahead. This is a recommendation from my daughter. Uh, she's a big fan of this band, Mother Mother, with their newest uh, album that came out in June 25th called Inside. It's this weird kind of like psychedelic punk, funky indie rock kind of band. It has like two vocalists, got like a, a male and female vocalists, and like they kind of interweave one another. It's like a funky sound. Hmm. So like I I think some people would get a get uh get a get a kick out of this one. This is like their fifth album too. They've been around for Dang. a little while. 
Um, Are they all 13 as well, like your daughter? Yes. Fifth album. Good for them. Good for you guys. (laughs) They've been writing music since they were uh, three years old. Uh, So moving on to my number 16. uh, You know, this artist released a lot of music this year under varying different names, different EPs, Mm. different projects. But Mm. my favorite so far has to be uh, this one. Technically his first uh, full-length album. Interesting enough, because he started off as a SoundCloud rapper. And released a pop punk album. This is the littlest Lotus, little Lotus for those of you who want to officially look him up. With Error Boy, also Thomas's number fifteen album of the year, Mm. Daniel's number thirteen. And I mentioned them. Rewind if you need to know what number I was. Absolutely, yeah. This song is great. This album art frightens me. The album art is not so great, but you know, whatever. (laughs) This is uh, so. What Thomas has to say about this is another excellent entry in the emo rap pop punk genre. Well, this album features this song features Christy Constanza from Against the Current. Uh, who, else, who also released an EP that I didn't listen to this year. Okay. Uh, this album has amazing hooks and several songs that are sure to be stuck in your head for days. I am guilty of that as well. Um, moving on over here, Daniel has to say, uh, the winner of my best EP of the year comes back with his stab at hip-hop pop-punk. This album is much heavier than the pop-punk angle of his EPs, and while it takes, well, it makes him stand out less, his songs are no less enjoyable. The album is full of hooks and great sad boy lyrics, with the mo- with with the macho posturing thrown on thrown in for flavor. It sounds very <laughs> Gen Z in all the right ways. Lil Lois continues oh, to be man. one of my most hyped young artists of the scene. I agree with it everything very, that those two said about that. Very Gen Z, that's for sure. Yeah, but you know, it it, it has that read like similar to you know an album we talked about before. This has like a rejuvenating feel to it you know it's pop punk but it's still fresh it's it feels right. like it's the future of this genre you know? it does kind of the, the the first half is definitely better than the second half like that's where i, I start to trail yeah. off by like track eight yeah um, i agree with but that. yeah i mean it's, it's exactly it's what i was hoping for from this I, I i hope well i hope for better yeah but you know it's still like hit everything exactly where yeah i thought it would yeah. be huge surprise again i was expecting just to be like oh there's like one or two good songs here maybe but yeah i love this whole album from from start to finish and like it was such a pleasure to revisit as well this is one of the few albums i actually bumped up of uh, my score Papa actually, Pill, so. baby girl mm. stop all you gotta do is stop acting crazy mm-hmm. it's just, just that being simple. crazy god why don't women listen to men <laughs> Bye, bitch. <laughs> Bye, bitch. <laughs> I mean, if you want to say like macho posturing. macho posturing that we're trying to glorify here. No, we're, then, we're teasing it, of course. I know. Bye, bitch. So this album I did not plan on listening to. This is my number 16, right? Yes. Okay. I did not plan on listening to this album at all. I had never heard of this band prior to September when it came out. Um, didn't know what to expect. Didn't know anything about them. Didn't know their names. Didn't know their faces. Oh, video unavailable. Oh, crap. Oh, uh, Let's try this again. Um, YouTube is getting wise on our, uh, on, our, on our ad blockers. That's not helpful at all. Okay. Well... Then I'll have to play the video version because I don't see another. That's fine. <laughs> Hopefully, there's probably going to be like some long, drawn-out intro here, but maybe not. Oh no, there isn't. Okay. 
So yeah, I don't know the artists. I don't know the faces. I don't know where this band came from, but I know they're on Spine Farm Records with AFI. Mm. And I really enjoyed this album. Yes. Um, I didn't enjoy the first album very much when I went back. Interesting. But this would be Sleep Token mm. with This Place Will Be Your Tomb. Tomb. And this is the... For me, like this is the only up-tempo heavy track, Alkaline. Yeah. This is a lot. This this album's a lot more mellow than I expected it to be. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, dude, like what, what? This is a very unique album to say this to say the least. Yeah, I was really surprised by it. I'm glad you guys hyped it up so much and it actually hit in the right way. And I was just like, wow, I don't know what to make of this, but I know I enjoy it. And um, I, I hope someday we learn who they are. Do you, you know, have any? Do you have any other new guesses? There's no way it's not Rob Diamani from Don Broco. It's just... I, I'm thinking it has to be like someone huge because when you see their live performances, budget, dude. There's and budget they're, in their stages. I never saw this video, but this video. Yeah, this budget. video is a sh- is a fucking Warner Brothers <laughs> fucking. <laughs> that's, that's why I assumed there'd be like a five minute intro before the yeah. music came on, but it's luckily... a fucking thirty seconds to Mars bullshit. <laughs> but the. Uh, I'm not going to say too much about other people's lists, but one of our listeners put this at number four. Mm. Daniel goes on to say, Now we get to the albums I was more expecting to make to the list. I fell in love with Sleep Token back near the end of 2019 and was enthralled with them ever since. Their atmospheric blend of post-progressive rock, indie pop, and metalcore make them truly one of a kind. If you can get past the admittedly silly gimmick, how dare you? How dare you? The I one am, true god. I am going to put a formal complaint towards Daniel and get kicked out of this fucking <laughs> cult. <laughs> you will be enveloped in the masterful songwriting. Not to mention the haunting vocals of Vessel. I can honestly say I've never heard a vocalist that sounds like him with his deep and smooth voice that just oozes emotion. Mm-hmm. Lyrically, the album is one of the saddest and most nakedly honest I have heard in quite some time. I cannot get over the closer without tearing up. This band is on the cusp of a once-in-a-decade album. I can feel it. Mm, it's very possible, but this might be that album. You think so? You don't think it's going to get better than this? Man, I don't know. If they can get better than this, that'd be great. Yeah. But this feels like like as high as this band can go mm, for okay. me. But um, yeah, I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't know if we'll ever figure out what their deal is. But One day we'll it's find weird. out. Like, it's it, weird. Either when this band is no more, or if somebody like publicly outs Vessel. You know, <laughs> exactly. when when when, uh, when the sleep token cult gets uh, you know gets outed for like tax evasion or whatever, <laughs> that's very possible. This, like, this, this I reli- found I we're found an official religion. <laughs> we don't need to pay taxes. I found all these tokens in the wall. <laughs> I said they were the sleep tokens. Mm. <laughs> Joel Olstein is the leader of our cult, apparently. Right. So, um, but yeah, I, 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 I'm excited for this band absolutely i hope we don't have to wait like two more years before we hear something but it's very well, possible I mean, two years is a short turnaround all right all right buddy let's get to my number 15 and the albums of july with half lives with vep i don't know who recommended this one but okay uh yonaka with raise your glass ep i think thomas recommended this one i remember that eh, name. it was okay yes uh a Story Told with American Made by Th- and Thomas's number three album of the year. We already talked about that. Mm-hmm. Oh, accepting the award for the Travis Barker Award for Best Utilization of Travis Barker of mm-hmm. the Year. Mm-hmm. 
That's Willow with Lately I Feel Everything! I think, yeah. Was Travis Barker on this Lotus <laughs> album as well? Oh, um, maybe? I thought so. I'm pretty sure that he was drumming this. I think maybe on one song this. he was, right? So, um, but yeah. I already said my piece about Willow. I mm-hmm. was very surprised. I was expecting to just be like, huh, dumpster fire. But it was really good yeah, very enjoyable very up-tempo pop punk now know? do we need to go backwards and listen to the other two or three that she has including the hair song well i don't have hair anymore so i'm just gonna go ahead and not whip so my that, hair back so that song forth. makes you cry when you hear mm-hmm. so you can't listen to it okay i understand too many, too many i mean now she does memories. like a full-on like acoustic you know electric guitar not oh, acoustic but an electric guitar rendition of it and i know oh whip it's like it's like a Bruce Springsteen Nebraska version of whipping my hair back mm-hmm. and forth. So I was like, well, that's interesting. Nice. <laughs> anyway, moving on. We got uh, Happier Than Ever by Billie Eilish. Uh, we got Gone Are the Good Old Days <laughs> by uh, no, Chunk No Captain Chunk and uh, Suicide for Kings with uh, Corrupted Vision EP. Nice. So number 15, this is an album that like a lot of people ended up really liking mm. adam included mm. uh, let's go ahead and move on to uh number 14 track. by adam then okay <laughs> well i mean <laughs> this one yeah this this one made a lot of people's <laughs> list including <laughs> dave's <laughs> number five <laughs> album of the year more nudity on the album art come on more child nudity <laughs> on the album art this is seafloor cinema in cinemascope with stereophonic sound um let's see daniel has to say with his number 18 album of the year the last album to jump on my honorable mentions is also the album responsible for knocking Manchester Orchestra <laughs> off the list. That's it. Daniel, we're going to have to say goodbye. We're going to have to say goodbye, Daniel. It's been a good run. <laughs> Thanks for all your contributions. Daniel, don't ever contact us again. The Seafloor Cinema perfectly blend pop punk in the vein of water parks with the noodling math rock stylings of Hail the Sun in a unique way that made him stand out in a sea of Dance Gavin Dance ripoffs. What this, an interesting connection to all three of those bands. Yeah. But yes, that's a but very apt. Very accurate, yeah. Yes. This useful and fun energy is palpable and makes the seafloor cinema jump high on my bands to keep an eye out moving forward. Highlighted track, Glimmer, is what we're listening to right now. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, there's some good tracks on this album. I mean, we can all skip over God Drip that doesn't really It's a count. silly song. If it was a minute shorter, nobody would be complaining about right. it. Right. And again, after that song, it closes really, really well. Yeah, yeah, it does, yeah. But so, yeah, they sprinkled throughout this whole album. A lot of enjoyable songs. It does, again, sound like the future of this genre. And I do like that, like, just like Daniel was saying, in his there's no, way, there's no way he did that for reals. You don't think so? <laughs> <laughs> you did it. <laughs> if you could do it, he could do it too. I can't do it singing over guitars and drums. Adam, in, in the studio. They record each part separately. That's the only thing is that I'm like, you. I don't. It's not possible to keep your voice at that falsetto. Well, unless I mean, you're there, telling it. There is like post-production tricks we can we can do. I'm it's, not. I'm not saying that like they heavily rely on it, but like, you know, whatever again, makes the final product sound great. But choose one: long blonde hair or a beard. Mm-hmm. Don't do both. It does look weird, doesn't it? It's the only thing missing is the fanny pack across the chest. Exactly. Okay. It's like that guy hangs out at playgrounds by himself. Oh, right. Oh, let's not throw accusations. Like, children, at my number do you want to see a magic trick? A magic trick for the children. I love this bridge. I'll buy you ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know? 
yeah, I, I love this album, and I wasn't expecting to like it as much as I did, especially because that first album I wasn't a huge fan of. But um, yeah, this is a band to look forward to in the future, man. I agree. Thank you, Dave, for hyping it, and and thank you for your patience with us, Dave. I know all of your rec- I know not all of your recommendations stick, but uh, once in a while, once stick. they do, they can they can they can sweep everyone's lists. Stick like new age sticks. <laughs> <laughs> So this band, um, you know, I wasn't too super excited about my number 15. I wasn't too excited when I heard like, oh, good. They got more albums coming out like they did uh, last time. Okay. That that's cool. Um, and so I was like, well, you know, Dave likes this band a lot. I'll, I'll give them a listen and boy, was I blown away by how much improved this band seemed, even though these songs technically came from the same recording session mm. and i was like well if you get rid of some of those weird songs on the first chapter mm-hmm. and put in several of the really good songs you could have had a mask for this one i guess i'll just have to make my own playlist that's right this is slowly slowly with race car blues it's just called part two chapter two. chapter two and um yeah i like they kept all the really hooky choruses on this side of it um, I, I don't know why this happened. I don't know why they released this. I don't know if this was because they didn't have anything better to do because of COVID. Um, there's not a lot of information out there on this band besides being from Australia. Um, I went back and listened to chapter one and go into chapter two. And I was like, there's a huge disconnect from these two halves. Mm. <laughs> so, um, yeah, which is strange because they said that they recorded them in the same sessions. Right. So they must have gone into these two chunks of songs with different mindsets and different like concepts for both of them it is kind of weird so there's at least two or three tracks here that ended up on the best songs list nice and i'm not playing it right now comments and zombies is not one of them even though this has a very good chorus right here yeah i don't like your hair that way you Why don't you listen look to like men? A comet <laughs> it's a really good song. It is, it is. And I love that idea of like, I don't like your hair that way. You look like a comet. <laughs> I mean, that's a weird that's a, neg. It's fine. Like, it's, it's very, very constructive. Cri- it's like a very artistic criticism. I mean, you say constructive criticism, <laughs> I say he's negging her. I say, I've seen a lot of girls that look like comets. And I. Now we know what comments And look now like. he was nice enough to put it in song form, right? <laughs> Good God, Adam. It gets a lot more poetic than that. It's yes. not just like, you look like a fucking comment, you idiot. <laughs> but, <laughs> but there's some really good songs. And like that Don Broco inspired song called mm-hmm. Level is a really good song. Yeah. But um, there's a couple others that are like ultimately good. And I hope they end up on my top 12 list. And it's not a wasted opportunity <laughs> to play to not play one of those right now. Adam, you look fine. like a fucking comment. I know. I should probably do something about that. Oh, but anyway, neg- the negging worked. I like <laughs> slowly, slowly, and I like I like to hear what comes next from that. Yeah, like over the last couple of years, we've been you know kind of slowly growing the fan base for just, uh, slowly, slowly. I just can't do that jellyfish song. I know it's like one of Dave's favorite ones, but that sounds crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number Very fifteen. Cool. Number 15, thank you for sharing that, Adam. So uh, all the other August albums I have here have been swept away on other lists. So I only got a couple here to go through before we get to number 14. Foxing, Draw Down the Moon. 
I don't know what that is. <laughs> I love that you listened to it several times, but I don't no know. Idea. I don't know what these are. <laughs> if I die first, they drew blood. Mm. You know, Little Lotus, Little Lotus's other band, Daniel's, Daniel's number three EP, Daniel's lullaby to his child. Yeah, exactly. Number three P. <laughs> if I die first, hit it out of the park again with their second, technically third EP. This EP sounds like 2006 post hardcore to a T. That is totally fine with me. Little Lotus and Zubin are amazing vocalists, and few vocals are thrown in from Nidarb and Travis Bark and Travis Richter. Sorry, I was about to say Travis Barker. Really add to the sound. The lyrics are over the top and melodramatic. It's hard to describe how happy listening to this EP makes me. It makes me feel 14 again, That's and I love it, which is weird because he's 15 years old. I'm just, I'm just kidding, Dan. That's interesting. It, it does like, sound like, like old, I listen old to, school to the 59 sound and I feel a lot of feelings, mm-hmm. but Daniel listens to this one and feels those same feelings. Mm. Okay. Daniel and I just have to agree to disagree at this point. Well, just like we, just like we, just like we said in the last time we brought up Daniel, you never have to talk about, it. we never have to talk to him ever again. He's out. <laughs> He's out. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> uh, turnstile with glow on. I don't know if you've checked this one out. This was, I recommend you did. Oh no. Oh no, the face he's giving me. This is also Thomas's number four album of the year. Another new band for me in 2002, 2001. This genre bending album has had the most addicting guitar riffs I heard this year. I still had songs from this album stuck in my head months after its release, and it's one of the albums of 2021 that I go back to the most. I have always been a casual listener of hardcore punk but this is the record of the future this record is the future of the genre for me i will be listening to it much more in the future this did give me like some let live kind of uh a fever 333 vibes almost like a little bit of like enter shikari as well you know they got i'm like listening to you guys like nope okay i, I... we'll figure out what adam <laughs> has to say about it on a future episode all i, I guess heard was clanging and reverb <laughs> Banging on a trash can <laughs> and drumming on a street light. <laughs> what? Have you ever watched the show Doug on Nickelodeon? Oh yeah. The, be- been... the beats. I've... That's one of their songs. <laughs> That's awesome. But no, I, I can't agree okay. with Turnstile, but I'm glad you guys liked it. Yeah. We'll, we'll leave it at that. It was I I, I scored that one a six point five out of ten. Uh three point five music score and a personal score of three. I, I liked it a lot. I, I I think this band has something interesting up their sleeve, and I, I, okay. I do think that they if they refine their sound, and going forward, I think it's going to end up being like a top twenty, top there, ten album. There of the was year. another list of greatest albums of the year that I read that NPR compiled, mm-hmm. and there was like fifty albums, and I had only heard of three of them. Turnstile was and one Turnstile of them? was on there. Oh, cool. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but they, it was they, just like compiled from several different media outlets. Okay, I don't know how any of this, like a Metacritic thing. Like yeah, they just kind of compiled like, a bunch of scores. I knew Turnstile, Adele, and Lucy Dacus. No, oh. those were the three that I had heard, and then the other forty-seven were artists I'd never heard of in my entire not life. Not Idola. Idola was not on the oh, list. Oh, that's a shame. Uh, well, my number <laughs> this leads me into my number fourteen album. Now, when this was announced, very skeptical. I was like this artist and this artist together and Bad. it's like come on burn it burn it <laughs> like the the last few well the last artist the last album from one of the artists is like no eh, it's not my favorite and then one of the artists is like bro you have not been you've not been well <laughs> <laughs> you but, got the covid <laughs> <laughs> he might have i don't know he, he seems like an anti-vaxxer to me Uh-oh. but uh with this album this this kind of super group of whoa. sorts whoa 
Uh, nice. let, uh, let's kind of do the Abbott and Costello thing for me. You, you ask me when, what my number 14 album is. What's your number 14 album, That's Mike? fucking whatever. But what's the name of the album, Mike? That's what I'm yeah, saying. It's fucking whatever. What, is that the, uh, what's the name of the band? Fucking whatever. Okay, you're not, you're not listening correctly. <laughs> what's the name of the artist for your number 14, Mike? The, the EP itself is a self-titled EP from uh, fucking whatever. The super group of sorts with Anthony Green, uh, Adam Lazara, mm. John Nolan's in mm. there as well. I mm. think even John Nolan does some background vocals mm-hmm. as well. So it's, it's psychedelic AF. This it's is like, good psychedelia, not... Yeah. Ego approaching death. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that, I like this. Really suits Anthony Green's vocal style oh, very yeah. well. So like, good. Like Anthony Green has been a part of like many different projects throughout his long career at this point. Mm-hmm. But like, this is stuff I want, right? Mm-hmm. This is the stuff that like I want to go weird and like. It like, sounds like The Doors, My yeah, Wild Love. Exactly, right? yeah. <laughs> like with some modern, with some modern sensibilities, with you know two artists that I've been following my whole mm-hmm. life essentially, and and you know the songs um, that like Adam Lazara takes the lead on, those are very unique in their own mm-hmm. way as well. With Adam, you know, with Anthony in the background doing those stuff too. Like, I was not expecting to love this. No, I, I, we thought that the review was in the album yeah. name. Fucking whatever. <laughs> yeah. And then I kept listening to it expecting that yeah. every time. I'm like, this is really growing on me. I, I, I'd love them to try to make this work, but yeah, again, I great EP, is, not so great debut album. I don't think we're going to get anything else from this band, no. to be honest. This seems like a once in a lifetime kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, we all have some time. It's the pandemic. Mm-hmm. You know, let's get together, throw some tracks around and throw some right. vocals over it. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm glad this came out from I mean, it makes sense to get all these talented people collaborating with one another it's gonna hopefully turn out good right and, and this is one of the cases where it did so very cool dude I was excited to hear this this one yeah. reminds me of walking around Petco at the Cubs Padres game I went to listening to this album yeah and that was alright alright yeah so I mean if, you, if this was ranked for you I would have liked to see where um, this ended up on your list it's just one of the best EPs of the year. There it is. My number 14 for me, my friend. I can't say it's the best, but it's definitely one of the best. We'll say top three. It might be number one. Reaching the end over here, we're still in our top four for this episode. Adam, what's your number 14 album of the year? Well, let me make sure that I can find it on here. Because YouTube I can't find it on sometimes here. is uh, not cooperative. Okay, here we go. So this band uh, is is an unknown band. Unknown. Unknown. Like I don't even think you know them, but I know them, and the listeners might know them. Okay. But you know what's great about them is that they are against suicide. <laughs> I don't know if you know that. They don't like suicide. They are anti-suicide. They're against suicide. They're not for suicide, unlike every other band. I mean, my other 59 mm-hmm. albums are pro-suicide all the way. But I oh, really fucking like fucking this. love this opening track, this is This is the closing track. Oh, this you're is right. part two. It's kind of ironic. Part two. You're which right. is beautiful because it goes back to the beginning. It, like, the whole album starts off with like oh man i'm so miserable i'm so miserable miserable." but i'm just like i'm building myself up for the next 25 minutes over the next eight tracks and then right here at track 10 yeah it comes right back around again almost mirroring exactly Exactly. what suicidal and depression stuff is like no matter how good you get 
it's very possible that it's going to just like relapse right back into the right. old habits. Yeah, this is counted among saints with choose wisely. Yes. Again, uh, full disclosure, they reached out to us and sent us uh, their album back in March, and uh, we shared some of the music on the show. But uh, that has nothing to do with our rankings at the end of the year. We should For me, people know. It's a 8 out of 10. Yeah. And yeah, like I just, every time I listen to this one, I'm just like, wow. Again, metalcore, you know, all the way. Mm-hmm. Kind of, I think, right? <laughs> it's not Phineas metalcore. But no, no. It's, it's, it's like post-hardcore. Right. But you can like, I don't know, you can sense the, the hooks that are there. The really good guitar work. Obviously, the lyrics that you can make out are good. There's some Robin Williams in there. There is, Which yeah. is interesting when you're like, Robin Williams oh, giving an emotional, uplifting speech. Oh, yeah, Robin Williams also killed himself. From Dead, so, you I know. think that's from Dead Poet Society? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, you know, then you throw in that element, and I just, I, I thought this was really, really good. All the Great way through. Great concept, Four, number too. Well-executed concept. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could it ever be repeated? I don't know. I doubt it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'd be interested if this band writes music in the future, because they do have, like, past music as well. I, I looked them up. Oh. So, like, I wonder, like, you know, if, if they continue down this route. Uh, and, and again, if you've forgotten, like, all proceeds of this album, even to the day for the streaming, will go towards suicide prevention Every uh, causes. dollar we make from this episode, I'm going to give to suicide prevention. Oh, cool. Our ad revenue got cut off. That's a very interesting <laughs> statement to make, Adam. I don't do anything throughout my week to prevent suicide. I could at least no. do this. <laughs> Adam, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, I'm really glad that you ended up liking this as much as... Uh, so, so much as I mean, it sounds like you liked yeah, it as much as... Surprised. Yeah, yeah. Like, I wasn't expecting to like it, especially when you turn it on and you're just like... Yeah. Ah, I don't think I'm going to like this. And then yeah. by the end, you're like, oh man, this is so good. Yeah, yeah. Again, well-executed concept. All the lyrics of the or all the lyrics of the first opening track are the song titles, uh, you know, uh, succeeding it. So... Yeah, it's very emotional. It's very heavy concept. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very su- heavy subject matter as well. But um, yeah, don't let that don't let that uh, stop you from checking out the Counted Among Saints. Choose wisely. Can't. Oh. Moving on. Oh yeah, you still have all your oh my others God. to go through. <laughs> <laughs> so now we reach the busy shit of the year. So September. I'm gonna try to get through these as quick as possible. We are in September before we get to number thirteen. Down again. Bury the Bones. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Probably the best EP of the year. Fucking great. I mean, fucking whatever's pretty good, but that's... Down Again is like really, really good. Very good. Five out of five. Jail Socks. Coming down. I don't know what that is. Dave recommended that one. That's right. That's the one with like the flower (laughs) on the album. Okay, whatever. (laughs) Hot milk. Ow, so hot. (laughs) I just want to know what happens when I'm dead. This is Thomas's number six EP of the year. One of my top EPs as well. Hot Milk picked up right where they left off with another banger EP. Can this band make a full length already? Favorite track, Split Personality. I, I like, I this, like this one too. This one I liked better than the first one because it was it was more dual vocals, yeah. which I thought doesn't happen enough. Yeah. And when you can tell the difference between the two a lot, that's like a good thing. So. Yeah. That, that shows progression. Yeah. Uh, um, Vampire Money with Ghost Town EP. Oh, yeah. Idola with We are Go ahead. But we are No sir. It's the scariest <laughs> part of that first track. Idola with the architect. This is Daniel's number twelve album Ooh. of the year. After a good but not amazing follow up to the twenty fifteen Magnum Opus. 
Would you agree with that? I never listened to Idola, so I don't know. Oh, Idola fire back <laughs> with a collection of some of their strongest and heaviest work. Andrew Corey Wells uh, continues to be a fantastic <laughs> vocalist, surrounded by top tier musicians like Sergio Medina. Uh, his in depth and esteem mystique inspired lyrics create a grandiose and larger than life atmosphere that truly make this an album that truly make this album shine. Idola have reasserted themselves at the top of the Swan Core game. I personally don't agree with that. I gave this kind of a low score, but I'm glad that for the people who enjoyed this, that, uh, you know, you guys liked it. Magnum opus. Mm, bad flower. This is how the world ends. Yeah. Uh, this is Thomas's worst, uh, number nine worst album of the year. We already talked about that. Hey, number nine worst is not that bad, really. It's not that bad, but it's still the bottom <laughs> 10 <laughs> albums of the year. Uh, one Step Closer, This Place You Know. I only listen to this because... I saw it and I was like, hey, that's a, that's the name of a song that I liked when I was a kid. Um, it wasn't good. Moving on. Number 13 of the year. Yes. We are the biggest fans of this artist, apparently, even though this was recommended to us. I don't know. But like we like mm. are so involved in the lore. We are so fascinated by the continuing evolution of this artist. This is, of course, Flux by yes. Poppy, the kind of alt-rock, kind of alternative metal. There's some, like, punk elements in this one, too. Mm-hmm. I guess she's reinventing her image, reinventing her sound. I'm all Poppy All in. Poppy I'm all, all the time, in. dude. Yes. It's just like, why did I hold back? I've been hearing her name for at least four years now. Mm-hmm. But You just had to get through the, 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 the ickiness of the robot ears. I think so. Yeah. So, I mean, she's yet... The, the EP blew me away, yeah. for sure. But everything else has been right around that that fair to moderate range. Yeah. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for something else that's going to kick me in the ass. Yeah. The way and the it, second it, half of I am am a girl. Am I a girl? Mm-hmm. Was. But this one didn't do it. But it's still okay. some pretty good stuff. Right yeah. Here. I. But I think what's cool about her and the character she plays is that the nature of her character allows for this ebb and flow mm-hmm. of the different musical genres blending and the weirdness of her like she's already established herself as like super weird super quirky and ever evolving so like mm-hmm. yeah just do she gave she basically gave herself permission to do whatever she, whatever the fuck that she wants i know it's really I like interesting that. i like that it's she's strange. playing the long game you know but yeah but unfortunately she has to like keep upping it it That's has true. to get bigger and bigger and she's not selling that like Olivia Rodrigo numbers or anything like oh, that. Oh, no, no. Like, like, she has a niche, and I think that niche loves what she does. And, you know, this, I think... And this is the screaming that I love. Yeah. I mean, it, it sounds it's, gross, though, right? Right. It this like is, she's like... This is ladylike screaming right here. <laughs> this is dainty doily-type screaming. <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, no, it's... It, like, the way she's screaming, like, it sounds like she's doing it wrong. Because as, mm-hmm. as somebody who used to scream mm-hmm. uh, in our band, yes. like... There's a way you do it where you mm-hmm. don't hurt yourself. She sounds like she's hurting herself. Right. And it. it but oh she my needs God, to. Like I, yeah. She wants to hurt herself. Oh. Is what ouch. I'm hearing. Ouch. <laughs> Adam, an expert at mental health over here. <laughs> <laughs> Some would say a master at mental health. Master of something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Flux, uh, most recent pop release. Good uh, stuff. release. Good stuff. Maybe, I'm sure there'll be one to two more releases next year, right? Yeah, we're still I waiting so. on that. Like, December. <laughs> Just don't go on tour, and we'll be fine. All right, well, this artist, uh, you know, we love we love him. There's nothing bad. I mean, we're, we can definitely uh, 
say some bad things about this artist here and there, hmm. but um, since <clears throat> since you haven't listened to this album yet, oh no, I'm just gonna go ahead and start it. But if you want you some feels tripping, I know you've only listened to it a couple times now. Oh, Daniel Campbell, Dan Soupy Campbell, getting rid of the soup, being a full-on grown-up man now. <laughs> He's a grown man with a gross-looking beard over here. This album. So, I, you know, he was on Shane Told's podcast and said that he was going nuts when everything shut down, mm-hmm. and this was his way of figuring out something to do that still allowed him to be creative and, you know, still make money. Yeah, <laughs> and another great concept, too. <laughs> right. I like the concept of this album. And then, like, at first you're listening to it, and you're just like, okay, it sounds like Wonder Years. You know, it, it's easy to assign things, or it sounds like Aaron West as well. Yeah. It's easy to assign feelings and thoughts to fictitious people, yeah. or even people that, like, you have no idea that exist. And then you sh- shift that to, he's talking about real people this yeah. whole time. And I, that was off-putting to me for the initial stages of listening like to it. Like, uncomfortable, yeah. like, you're peeking into these people's lives, right? I'm like, I don't know these people. I don't even know if, like, this is accurate to their lives, because yeah. it wasn't like we had a... a you know, a, a rough draft yeah. of, of their lives to like see, but here's then, their like, resume. But then like the more you listen to it, it, it becomes like the happiest positive slash saddest in some cases for when he's singing about people who have passed on. Yeah. But like the love songs on here are incredible. And I know mm. you're going to like it when you get to that point, because you actually, you know, believe in that stuff. So (laughs) (laughs) you're like in love or whatever. (laughs) So like when that's why I couldn't play one of those songs, I put them on my best songs of the year list, but I'm like, no, because I'm a manly man who doesn't express emotions. Right. You have podcasts. You're dead inside. So this one is just like kind of, it's a really good song. That's just more in, in the benign level. Um, that just has some good hooks. Um, and yeah, and it, it, I slowly got less and less uncomfortable over the course of the yeah. week listening to it. Did you start it. to feel like you knew these people? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was the scary part, because then you're like, oh, these are real people. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, these are actually things that that uh, that happened. And, you know, and, and even reading some articles about how he, like, pinpointed certain elements of these people's lives, like the, the street names and the cities and all these other like weird little minute details that you know he's put into other songs so how did this come about did these people just like send an essay about their love story i I think he like i don't know if he like put it out there like hey you want me to write a song about your life get in contact with me that might have been it give me a thousand dollars and your life story yeah you got a wedding coming up let me write a song for you sure that'll be seven thousand dollars i don't know (laughs) great way to make money and um and like the way that he does it, you just realize how gifted of a songwriter he is when he can switch it mm-hmm. that way and make something that sounds as emotional as those Wonder Year songs yeah. that we fell in love with, but make it about real people as well. I was like, wow, this is really good. I gave this an 8 out of 10. It's my number 13 album. Wow. Very good, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm still in the midst of kind of listening in it, listening to it and absorbing it. But uh, this is, this is you can, you can tell the emotion is there. You can tell like... And the fact, like you said, that this is based off of, re- all of them are based off of real people mm-hmm. adds an extra layer of depth to it. Right, right. right. These, these, aren't, these aren't fictional stories that maybe some Brian Fallon songs might be. Who knows? But maybe exactly. I'm sure some of the Brian Fallon songs that we love and listen to are about real people as well. Right. 
Yeah. But it, but there's that ambiguity where you don't know. Yeah. This time you know. Yeah. And that's a weird concept with anything. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like unknown people. They're just like random people that yeah. like, and, and if anything, like when you look out into the vast sea of society and you're just like, fuck society and all yeah. this stupid bullshit. Yeah. And then you like jump into these like random people and like the 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 minute details of their lives and you're like oh man society's not that bad <laughs> no no and, and you're right and it's easy for you know especially like when you know i get pretty cynical too i you exactly. know, I, I see i see the horrible things that still happen in our world and our country and stuff like that and it's easy for me like fuck this i'm going to live mm-hmm. in the fucking woods right but you know song albums like this remind you that everybody has a complex story to tell exactly. everybody's lived a deep life to a certain extent right and uh, right. this is a great reminder of that yeah so I hope that you feel that way, maybe with as much emotion, maybe less well, emotion. Well, now that we're, I mean, this is a secret only for people who are super fans of the show. Yes. But we record all of these episodes. And one Don't tell So I have the rest of the month <laughs> to fully absorb this <laughs> and know. continue building my top songs of the right. year list. So okay. maybe, you know, someday mm-hmm. Campbell, maybe the other year, I don't know, we'll see. The song, the album of October getting to... It was a pretty good month. It was a busy month. Oh my God, it was was a fucking busy month. Dying Wish, Fragments of a Bitter Memory. I don't know what this one one is. Why did I listen to that? Oh, Wonder with 22 Break. That's right. You want some... Like, this is the complete opposite end of this. Mm -hmm. This is about these two. They wrote this album in the midst of their separation. They continue to collaborate with none another. So, can you imagine how uncomfortable that was? That, that could be and, and Very. the honesty the brutal honesty I'm like fuck comes you let's go album. record our album it's almost like that hate you so it much. feels weird but like Man. the some of the brutality of this album really comes through under, like under the veneer of this like <laughs> it coffee shop pop album hmm yeah and like our one fan needs to talk about this on his podcast mm-hmm. fucking record this album Jeez. you're welcome oh wonder <laughs> ow <laughs> I do that joke every year. I know, every year. Illusory illusory walls. Illusory walls. Illusory walls. Illusory. That's the correct pronunciation. By the world's a beautiful place, and I am no longer afraid to die. I disagree. You guys kind of liked it, I remember. Yeah, I I was a fan of this band for a while, and this one kind of brought me back. Um, Pretty good. Uh, Yeah, not too much to say about it, though. Uh, Degradation, Death, Decay Mm. by Ian Miles. Mm. Uh, This is Thomas's number 12 album of the year. Ian Miles, the guitarist from Creeper, strikes out on his own with an impressive record. This sounds stripped down. This sounds like stripped down Creeper, but succeeds in its own right, mostly through its dark lyrical content. It's very dark and moody and atmospheric. I absolutely agree with that. Ice Nine Kills, Ink. Uh, the Silver Scream 2. Welcome to Horrorwood. Oh, so <laughs> Daniel's number 19 album of the year. Ice Nine, Con- Ice Nine Kills continue to be the most fun metalcore band in the scene, no question. Well, some question. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have questions, Jack. I have questions. While one could say after three albums, the gimmick has gone stale. Yes, one could say that. One could. <laughs> one, this guy, this guy. <laughs> I see it as refinement. That's very fair, yeah. The the band will never reach the heights of every trick in the book, which is their previous album, uh, but this album comes close. Catchy choruses, heavy breakdowns, and features galore make this album a highly engaging record with some of the best hooks of the year. Highlight a track, the shower scene. Well, you know, so like, like I mentioned when I talked about it briefly on our on the episode i listened to this like i'm never gonna listen to this outside of october 
it's 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 a gimmicky album mm-hmm. i didn't see it outside of that so mm. but you know but i'm okay. glad that daniel found some value in it okay uh skip that one that's just a compilation ep that no one cares about <laughs> the pure noise lo-fi volume one has a bunch of lo-fi versions of uh songs that you may or may not enjoy <laughs> adam's looking at me blank stare <laughs> he don't like, give a flying like, fuck you mean, you mean night divine by brian fallon <laughs> That one. Uh, Tom Morello's The Atlas Underground Fire. Oh, taking the award for I Keep Forgetting This Band Exists. Oh, wait, that's not Free Throw. That's Can't Swim with Can't Swim. Oh, God. Change of plans. I'm sure that's coming to a list near you. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. (laughs) Desperate Times, Desperate Pleasures EP by Boston Manure. (laughs) Someday you'll say their name right. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know words. Mainer. (laughs) Based in Mainer. Brighton by Jerry Cantrell. That's right. And Ocean to Ocean by Tori Amos. Amos. Uh, If if you're a fan of Tori Amos' music, you're going to like this one, too. Okay. Uh, number 12 for me is an EP. This was recommended, a very shocking recommendation from one of our listeners. And shocking. Uh, I was like, are you like joshing me? Like, are you trying to get me to listen to something that I'm going to hate? But no. Oh my goodness. This EP is probably my favorite EP of the year. Oh my goodness. I don't think you listened to this one. I but did. this is. It was fine. Oh, you did? Okay. <laughs> Rebecca Black was here with uh by rebecca black now i love the redemption story of this person it's you know, kind of weird we, yes. we kind of yeah we kind of you know went deep into this back when we listened to it back in uh june but um this was also thomas thomas's number two ep of the year daniel's number four ep of the year uh i'm not i don't have the pages in front of me i'm sorry gentlemen but my goodness like like i said the, the redemption arc of this young woman how she was bullied off the internet because of that bad song that she didn't have any she was everywhere on yeah. all of the retarded b-list celebrity shows yeah throughout the teens sure and then she decided to make but every single time she showed up on those bullying 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 exactly know? and then she made an ep in 2017 that nobody listened to yeah and now she released this and the three of us listened to it so that's good. yeah it, it, some of the best <laughs> it's good stuff pop music i've it's heard fun. all year dude it's better than we thought it would be i'm so glad she's an out proud 21 year old bisexual woman mm-hmm. good for her good for her yeah and she made some good music here yeah on her own label five track ep yeah i mean it's, it's hard six. for six six okay yeah. so six track ep you know it's like you said on her own label I don't, it's hard for i think it's be hard for a label to pick up somebody like right. this someone's influences right but you know if she if she she's tried, managing all that stuff she know? tried to get on every celebrity cooking show that was available from 2014 <laughs> to 2017 hey guys, remember friday no we sure do <laughs> uh but uh yeah i i highly enjoyed this one i it's think it was good. like this was it, this is an ep that like was constantly in rotation for me since june and uh i thank thomas for 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 what I thought was tricking me into listening to this album, but like I really <laughs> right. enjoyed it. I'm really happy for that. Uh, yeah, if, if if it's if if you're still skeptical about it, go check it out. I think you're gonna find some enjoyable music to listen to. Well, but yeah, it's kind of what I might. Oh wait, I did. <gasps> but like I said, I listened oh, okay. to this the same week as the Eat EP, so oh, okay. I was in a whole different world of what I wanted my young, attractive, two, two girls. very opposite ends yeah. of the spectrum, right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the, also, this album art, uh, I put in contention for one of the best album arts of the year. I love the juxtaposition of a well-groomed young woman on the outside, but has an, is spewing vile from her mouth on the inside. Yes. Isn't that, isn't that poignant for someone like Rebecca Black, right? <laughs> I love it. 
That's what we all wanted in our days. Her mm-hmm. album art is freaky, and I don't agree with it being great. Nobody but needs anyway. album art. <laughs> anyway, back to YouTube for me. Now, this album I don't think you listen to. Um, this would be recommended from Tom. Um, now, he brought up a previous album from this band for by we all swally and then i said i sure do like that album i'm gonna go back or i'm gonna you know listen to their second album that came out in 2017 and i really Mm -hmm. enjoyed that one and then i said i'm gonna listen to their album that came out in january of this year even though it's already october and i'm gonna say that lonely the brave lonely the brave it's one of the best surprise bands for me to listen to for this Mm -hmm. year Never had heard of them before. Jumped into that 2014 album. Where are they from? Do you remember? Sure. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) They're from Earth. And this song, Bright Eyes, really, really good stuff. This this album is not as high up on the list as the By We All Swallow the album that we listened to that I can't remember the name of, but the band is called Lonely the Brave. Google the name of this album. The Hopes List. The Hopes List. Yes. Ooh, I like that. That's a good play on words. Yes. Oh, no. The Hope List. Sorry. Damn it. <laughs> Close enough. Um, so it doesn't have as many like super standout tracks like the first album did, because we all really enjoyed uh, the, fir- the first album from 2014 that's escaping me right now. Yeah. Um, and this one, I didn't think I cared for initially at first either, until a couple more re-listens, and I was like, oh, crap. Like certain songs like this one track three i think it is mm-hmm. just like drags me back in it's a band that's not super duper popular they have to take breaks from their walgreens shifts to record their albums <laughs> and, and they put that on their wikipedia page really in between breaks from their job oh they got gosh. together to finally record their follow-up gotta album do what you gotta do, i know <laughs> so i hope for good things from this band um obviously no, on nobody else's list but i really enjoyed it yeah <laughs> so that's cool yeah, I, there's nothing else from any of the other lists that uh, mentioned this band. So, right. Um, yeah, but, but, but good pick. I, I look forward to checking this one out too. That's one of the things too. Once we're done with all these lists too, we all end up going back and checking mm-hmm. out lists from other people and changing our lists around. Fuck. Unfortunately, yes, it's a never-ending cycle. <laughs> but no, it, it, it's honestly like a, an enjoyable thing to do. So, yeah, I look forward to checking this one out, man. Because I, I did like that "Lonely the Brave" by We Swally that we checked mm-hmm. out as well. That was a good one. So. Now we are down to my number 11. This is the last song I'm going to be playing. But oh my god, I got to get to November. Oh, Fuck. Yeah. There was, November ended up being a lot busier than we thought, dude. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. Uh, Brian Fallon's Night Divine. Listen to it if you like Christmas music and if, if you like music, uh, if, if you like faith based music. Uh, Bullet from a Valentine with Bullet from a Valentine. Uh, <laughs> yes, the album that we probably should have skipped, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, oh, here, getting. Uh, Getting the award for album we should have skipped. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> a last minute reload. We had we had an extra trophy lying around, so we're going to give that the bullet for my Valentine, folks. Pure Like Porcelain by Like Moths to Flames. We should have skipped? No. Oh, okay. Sorry. That was, that's just the next one. That was a really good EP. I it think. was. Well, it was you know, good. for me, it was kind of a honorable mention. Yeah, interesting that uh, nobody else put that on their any other list. Surprisingly, yeah. yeah. Uh, see you, Space Cowboy. Bye. Uh, with the, the romance of Affliction, that's, no, that's I, Daniel's number 17. I want to see that band live more than Anything? listen to their albums. Why don't you go on YouTube, my friend? No, I mean oh, in person. 
No, oh. oh, sorry. Uh, I mean, I want to see them in person rather than listen to any of their albums. Cause I, oh, I would I imagine their live show, as Daniel said on your other podcast, that is the dorkiest podcast. Listen to the dorkiest podcast, everyone. I, I invite but you. They are insane and in a good way. This one is a surprise to nobody since I have been hyping up this band since last year. The fresh mix of old school screamo and MySpace core, the band ex- ex- exerts is in C's some refinement on this album did you daniel, forget how to read <laughs> no daniel gotta gotta proofread this uh, <laughs> oh, no. this is the album i've been waiting for the band to make they managed to reel in the chaos power mm, of violence <laughs> a little bit yeah and add some mele- add some melodic flourishes Adam, oh sorry please. i, tur- I, tur- I turned that album on music I wanted, I wanted turn it down it. sorry turn off Actually, my it's in the background i can hear it screaming right now oh <laughs> This is the album. Okay, uh, amplify what they already do well. Connie is Connie, of course, sounds like a demon, mm. and the addition of singing to counter her screams was perfect to make this band take the next leap in their careers. The uh, their next album could very well be genre defining. So yeah, I mean, I, I that is interesting to think about. Yeah, it's a very That's, it's it's a good it's a good take. Yeah. It's like I want this band to be a genre-defining band, but mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to gravitate too far from the sound. Yeah, if they stay so. at this at this trajectory, I don't know if I'm going to stay on board with following this band. But if they continue to evolve and take this band, take this sound, and kind of, you know, not not to throw the Bring Me the Horizon comparison out out of like, but they sound like this too. Mm-hmm. So if yeah, they take exactly. this sound and like kind of evolve it and use use this to kind of you know genre bend as, mm-hmm. as Daniel. Um, as Daniel suggests, and like this, this could be a, a big band in the future. This could be heartbreak. <laughs> Delta Sleep with Spring Island. Uh, this was something I checked out on Thomas's recommendation. It was okay. Uh, the award for the best album only for smart people is also <laughs> Dave's number four album of the year. That is Iridescent by Silent Planet. Congratulations to Silent Planet on all those awards. Gold Dude. Necklace. By Gold Necklace, man, what a also fun winning, what also winning the award for the best album starring Kurt Travis, which we'll all forget about four months from now. And you said that last album, yeah, <laughs> twenty nineteen, I think it was. <laughs> he constantly wins awards. <laughs> what was his twenty nineteen album? I think that was his solo album. I think so, yeah. Or was yeah. it Royal Coda? I, f- I always forget which year. Who fucking cares? <laughs> Eternity Forever was. We all forgot. <laughs> 30 by Adele, Stiltner's number nine album of the year. Congratulations to Adele. Like, again, another award. Uh, add, add the skinny awards to her long list of successes. She might she might make it. She was waiting on that one. She, you know? it, it, she's she's a, a fair to good artist, yeah. I would say. I it's, mean, one day, like, her, she'll refine her sound, I'm sure. I mean, you know, there's Rebecca Black and then there's Adele. Mm-hmm. There's... I put Rebecca back over <laughs> Adele any day. I know. Uh, Interesting. Uh, let's see. Like... Other People's Lives, which isn't really properly ranked, so we're just kind of getting to the end of November here. Dan Campbell, uh, Eminence with Heaven in Hiding. Uh, this also my last random award of this episode, the best album that promised us violin but gave us like 28 <laughs> seconds of violin. <laughs> <laughs> that's and that's it. it. That's it. That's all we got. <laughs> Go hard on the violin, and they don't want to. Don't be shy. I, I made this You're mistake. Really good about it. I made this mistake with that album last year that also had violin that ended up on my Yellow worst album. Yellow card. Uh, make them suffer. They had violin. Yeah, violence. 
Probably a little bit of both. Mm. <laughs> Static dress with prologue. And uh, by the time this episode comes out, yes, this EP will have come out too, which is a, a three-song EP. One, two songs we've already heard already. Uh, Somewhere Beyond the Blue by the Amity Affliction. Yeah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> so number eleven. Before we get Do it, Mike, down to Adam's the, number eleven, all, we've said sometimes the best albums are number eleven. <laughs> you I disagree. You haven't listened to. <laughs> yeah, didn't listen to our episode. No, last I remember year. you said that. Yeah, yeah. I remember you said. Like, but I'm trying to. I'm trying to see that if that it's um, right on that cusp. But I'm trying to see if that uh, at least applies to this one. But like okay. for one of our listeners, which I'm going to read. Uh, their 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 list here. Do it. Uh, this is my number eleven. Do it. Please be the same as mine. Uh, no, it's not because you talked about this album oh, already. Okay. <laughs> but this, I oh, wanted this to yes. be number ten. Uh, this is the opening track of uh, "This Place Will Become Your Tomb," which is Daniel's number four album of the year, but also Thomas's number one Ugh. album of the year. I'm Outside, just so tired. Bring me the horizon. <laughs> You're so sleepy. My bed is right there. I sleep right there. <laughs> it's a good idea to put a bed inside of our podcasting studio, know. Adam. Uh, they, outside of Bring Me the Horizon, there may not be a more interesting band making rock music right now. I was expecting the distinctive sound and incredible in musicianship. I was not expecting the album to be so dark in its lyrical content. Vessel mm-hmm. continues to be the standout and carries songs with a soaring voice and unique delivery. The powerfully emotional lyrical content hits me harder than anything other than any other album this year, and this, combined with the band's expert musician, musical talent, makes my number one album of 2021. Whoa. Number 11 for me, you know, the number one of this episode, my number one honorable mention. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I one of the most unique sounds this year, definitely. One of yeah. the most interestingly paced albums of this year, too. Um, another another case of a well-executed concept this was a good year for concept albums uh so yeah man this number is, 16 for me yeah. so like we're all on the same page we're moving yeah, we're, in we're, a good we're, place with we're this. all we all rank this album like varying degrees of uh of enjoyment yes so uh two honorable mentions from us two top tens top fives from two of our listeners damn very good all right cool well i'm glad you like this i'm glad we like this and i'm i'm, like, I'm, I'm sad that we're not going to get three minutes into this song and <laughs> Get to the good part of I know. Uh, it. Does start Atlantic pickup? Yeah. After it, I think I'm gonna do that on, on future episodes. I'll start at like a minute and a half. Okay. That's good. <laughs> Here's where the good part is. Be a nightmare to edit, but okay, I'll, I'll make Back it work. To the good part. <laughs> but I think the song Atlantic, which is the fir- which is the first track off of the album, is a good indicator of what the rest of the album sounds mm-hmm. like too. It's got the slow. Um, atmospheric moments it's got heavy moments it's got emotional ebbs and flows too great atmosphere yes. it's a great atmospheric album of the year but uh, yeah uh, check out Sleep uh, Sleep Token and not because I'm trying to rec- rec- uh, recruit you into our weird sex cult mm. but it is a pretty good cult if but it's a pretty good sex cult I mean yeah. the cult itself is like really good I mean speaking of which we have a meeting a little bit later okay so bring the pizza no no bring the the big the big black fat one that goes in my ass that i really like oh that one yeah, okay that one, and the pizza for, for your ass well i mean afterward actually <laughs> takes a lot of energy out of me adam number so, 11 the best album of the year according to you by the way that lonely the brave album yes, it's sir. called the day's war 
that we listened to. Oh, okay. We we all enjoyed that one quite Thank a you. bit. All Thank right. Thank you for looking that up. Moving on to number eleven for me. Um, okay. Sometimes I have to remember. I have like the name of the album in my head. I'm like, what's the name of the band again? <laughs> all right. So this band. I mean, what can we say? This band has been with us for years now i feel like this is an old-timey band and um old-timey band old-timey old-timey men yep but still the face of the scene the current face of the scene us is no th this band is the current face of the scene you got your rory rodriguez and you got this guy mm. and you know sometimes they collaborate together and it's great yeah like um, on the hurt that this the Hurt Wave, Wave EP. Hurt Wave EP. Yeah. So, Swan Song by The Plot in You. Yeah. Adam formerly called this band The Plop in You because <laughs> oh, they used to be terrible. <laughs> but now they're great. Now they're great. And I always knew something was there. This is the highest I think a Plot in You album has ever come onto my list mm. at number 11. Because um, even Dispose was like a six out of nine for me. It was poppy status mm -hmm. at that point. But other listeners have ranked this album, so yes. I will share that a little bit later. Okay. So, and right here, track three is finally where the album takes off for me. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, the first two are not my favorites. Um, so, I mean, everything from here on is, is two poor songs or worse. So this one is an eight out of 11. Okay. Eight out of ten, I mean. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's just Landon doing what Landon does. He, great singer. I feel like, you know, Face Me, Paradigm, big memorable songs. Mm -hmm. The other six tracks that I enjoy, just not super memorable. Okay. So I feel like having this like at number eleven on my list. I think the sum is, of its parts, though, it work is, a lot better than like the mm, individual tracks, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Because I can listen to those tracks and be like, oh yeah, these are good songs, but Face Me and Paradigm, mm. the standout tracks, yeah. the anchor tracks, as you put it, mm. trademark. Nobody's ever that's used a, that that's term. That's a before. skinny original. <laughs> Don't you dare take it anywhere else. Anchor track. Um, and so this is what I was was what I was needing at this point, and you know I can listen to interviews with him and not get bored and be like, why am I listening to an interview with this moron? Yeah, because he actually like talks about things that are interesting. Yeah, which I didn't. He knows think was how possible. to give a good interview, and he knows mm -hmm. his audience is there to listen to him talk about the music. Because mm -hmm. I listened to two interviews with him talk about this album, and both of them were entertaining. <laughs> so that was that was great. Um, and yeah, I, I love to hear because he talks about his his process and how he'll just like find random sounds on the internet, yeah, and then base an entire song around like that little intro to like yeah. the doop, 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 that's doop, fucking doop. fascinating. Like, like wow, that's so cool. So you can like deconstruct the song in a way. So anything from this band is going to be a, a, the highest highest points of my radar mm -hmm. from here on. Yeah, this. and and I love the trajectory that this band is. You know, they found their footing. They found a good sound to, you know, base their career on, and the fans have followed suit, and I think they've gotten think new fans because of it. For some reason, he got super popular on TikTok for, uh, um, I feel nothing, or feel nothing oh, from okay. the last one. Cool. But he, he said, like, that took off some 
influencer yeah. used it during their workout video and he's like all of a sudden he had like three million downloads oh of that one God. song <laughs> it's like whoa i didn't expect yeah, that same to thing happen to bring me the horizon last <laughs> exactly year. Yeah. it was the same thing so yes my number 11 sometimes your favorite album of the year just base but not today just just, just barely missed the top 10 for you right. so i'm excited i mean that's a fucking fantastic album so i'm excited to see what your top 10 uh, ends up looking like it's gonna be interesting yeah so but not too much crossover on the honorable mentions for you and me surprisingly not no yeah, it's just a couple albums here and there and uh yeah uh, thank you so much for our listeners who turned in their list as well uh, we got two more episodes to go yes for the end of the year yes tune in to next week's episode we're gonna be talking about the bottom 10 the bottom 10 yeah. plus adam's dumpster fire picks mm. that the he shouldn't have listened to shouldn't have listened to this year <laughs> that i didn't want to just continue to weigh down mm. the uh, worst albums of the year okay list. so so those aren't even included in the oh my god because they were that bad list i was like i shouldn't have li- listened to this because like these top 10 were the ones that i wanted to listen to okay that <laughs> all right <laughs> so we'll, we'll, talk we'll, we'll discuss a little week. bit more on the next week's episode but like like maybe give us a little hint like are these like zero out of zeros on these dumpster fires like surprisingly no okay some of them are fives out of 15s okay which is but That's i shouldn't low. have listened to it and i didn't like it so <laughs> okay. i put it in the dumpster fire okay okay so i'm getting getting a good idea what kind of albums are going to be on there yes so, folks yes. i hope you guys enjoyed this i know this was a meaty one but you know the honorable mentions episode always ends up being one this you know this year we got you know a good amount of lists to read off of and i was very thankful for that Thank you for the listeners. Thank you to Daniel. Thank you for to Thomas. Thank you for Dave. Thank you to Steeltz for uh, sending guys Steeltz. sending your sending your lists to us. Uh, we got more of your guys' thoughts. We got more of our thoughts in the next uh, two episodes of the Skinny. So stay uh, subscribed to us if you want to talk to us. Uh, and discuss your guys's list or anything that we talked about here uh, the link to our free and open public discord is in the is in the description below oh, we also have an email if you'd like to talk to us anywhere down there that's the skinny with mike and adam at gmail.com uh, i had a great time with this one it was uh, pretty fun adam. It, was, it, it always ends up being some of my favorite uh, episodes to do i'm excited don't lose it save the files this is your computer my friend i know if you're gonna get mad at anybody get mad at your computer i'm so scared right now okay (laughs) we should be fine it looks like everything was going well so (laughs) thank you folks for tuning into this week's episode hope you had a great time see you again on next week's episode for my co-host adam i'm your co-host mike and like we say when we're just like, I don't know, see me are fucking good. I don't know, whatever. Some pretty good stuff. It's just like, let's just let's just go. Maybe we'll listen to it again later. Can the, should the listeners tune in to next week's episode, or Hell should yes. they skip it? I'm gonna. I feel like we're gonna go off. Okay. There's a lot of trash this year. And <laughs> this is our time. Fucking mad at some of these albums. So I guess tune in. Trash is the operative word. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs>